you want me to change the way I do shit with my snakes, you're more than welcome to come over. You can pay my rent. You can pay my light bill. You can do my dishes. You can walk my dogs and pick up their shit. You can do the whatever you want to do. Whenever you decide to help out at my house, then I'll listen to what you got to say about changing the way I keep my shit. Till then, shut the fuck up. Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Welcome to number 72 of From the Ground Up. If you can't see already, today we have Evan with us again, once again. What's up, folks? Evan Browder from Carpet Cartel. And let's get into some of our BS stuff in the beginning. Uh, PortCityPythons.com. You can find our shirts. Um, Port City Python shirts, reptiles shirts, snakes and beer shirts, all that good stuff. Also, as well, there are Amazon links in the description. All you have to do is click on the link and shop as you normally would, and you're good to go. A little bit of that kickback goes back to us and supports the podcast. And Evan, do you have anything to put out there? Uh, <laughs> this might be like the you time know, just, of year you don't have just anything. Just follow me on Instagram, Carp Cartel on Instagram. Uh, slowly kind of getting out of facebook facebook gets on my nerves um but you know you find me on instagram under carpet cartel at carpet cartel do you want to like not do anything on facebook i just getting too much shit man i'll be arguing with people about dumb shit and it's, it's <laughs> facebook just sucks you in and makes you look ridiculous sometimes and all the political and religious drama i just want to share pictures and like pictures of people's animals and have fun yeah, I think it's uh, it's kind of hard to be on Facebook and not be. And not it's not even the snake something. stuff anymore. It used to be like snake drama that I didn't want to yeah, be. Yeah, and then or, even all your snake groups turns into somebody will say something and it turns into a Trump conversation. <laughs> and you're talking about ball pythons and I'm just over it. Yeah. And then also you got the, um, just got my new Chondro today. How is it, Synclosure? Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. I. I think it's a is it there's a group on Facebook and it's a it's a green tree group and it seems to be more I don't want to say directed at noobs it's a great group but so many noobs come in there and then they just like have all these problems and then when you try to tell them how to fix it there's always some other noob to tell you you're wrong and it's just like okay you know what kill your fucking snake <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah it's so. I mean, and that goes for pretty much everything. I think in Condros, it's more, um, yeah, Dr. Pepper. The official state of Texas drink. (laughs) With Condros, it's more, there's more on the line, I feel like. For me, it's like corn snake. It's like you can't really fuck that up too much. Man, you can stick a corn snake in a shoebox. I mean, you literally have eggs in the top of your closet. Yeah. (laughs) Doing nothing, just sitting. I mean, they're pretty bulletproof. I feel like chondros are too. It's just minimal research, or not. I shouldn't say minimal research. It's it's a lot of research, but it's very minimal work, really. I mean, it's not hard to set them up, but all these people want to set them up in these big, crazy ass exoterras, and you don't. They don't modify them, so the screen is like it's all screen top with spot bulbs on, and people tell them, oh, they need hot spots of like ninety two, and I'm like, yeah, cook your fucking snake, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's not. 
it's not hard, but then again, it's not conventional. Conventional is not how you keep a lot of other snakes. I think that's why people get tripped. I just feel like if you haven't done the research, you haven't talked to some of these people that have kept these things for decades, don't get one. Yeah. I mean, if you want something you can handle 24-7, you want something that will do fine in, in a 10-gallon aquarium, 20-gallon aquarium, get a ball python, a corn snake, something like that. I was having I mean, that issue. I mean, there was even someone, because I've been making a lot of videos about my cow kings recently. And there's this, like, younger, I'm going to guess it's a girl, but she wanted to get one, and her parents were obs or were worried because the snake was bitey or whatever, but she said, can I tame it down, all this other stuff. And, I mean, even a cow king, I mean, that's easiest snake to keep, but if you mind a snake biting you, may not be yours. I, they, like, Okay, we have, don't everybody shoot me. Oh. We have a king snake that actually came from Bar Check. This was before I knew who this dude was, okay? So, <laughs> you know it. Um, we got this snake in, I think, 2009. This is my wife's very first snake. She won a king snake, and her name's Eve, little black and white banded uh, Cali King. We still have this snake. The snake, for the most part, is tame as shit. Like, it doesn't, yeah. it's not defensive, but that, that hunger mode is like 24-7. I mean, you pick her up and she's, doing all this even then when you get her out it's like oh you're not feeding me okay i'm gonna chill for about five minutes and oh your arm looks nice and it just starts gnawing on you and you're like <laughs> fucking snake and then she'll let go and it's like oh, you're too big to eat you don't taste good and then back to being a calm cool snake and they're not i mean i can't say it for all of them but ours isn't yeah. she's not strike happy she's not out to leave me alone and hissing and bite you you know when she's in shed she's she's a little hissy but other than that She's just like fucking feed me. Yeah, I don't I don't find them to be really defensive at all. But very, very food aggressive. But anything that's waved in front of their face could be mistaken anything. for food. <laughs> Fingers, shoelaces. Dude, I, I use the snake hook. The thing doesn't even have a heat signature. And I hit it and wrap the it. hook. Yeah. <laughs> but it's King like King snakes are awesome. I yeah, I mean they're I've been really enjoying getting more and more of them and working more and more with them. But I mean, it's definitely uh one of those snakes that's happy to take it shot well it can. I, I highly recommend kings i think yeah. they're they're great you know i've always been scared like we we got that snake in 2009 that snake's nine years old and i've yet to even thought think about breeding i'm just so scared you know it's my wife's snake what if something goes wrong i didn't do something right and a fucking <laughs> snake eats her snake oh heaven forbid so I'll, no nope i she's just a pet my wife's like you're not breeding her and i was like okay and even since I paired up my two, which was kind of a long shot because they're both adults, but I paired them both up and was like, oh, this male and even the female will eat anything. I was like washing up close, going. I was all scared and shit and nothing happened. They were cool. They were. Uh, At least it's not two males this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I could tell kind of that it's Seems not two males. That. Maybe it may still be two males. You never know. But it's not it is, like carpets where, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever I gotta do to get some eggs from a king snake, um, just to prove the fact that it's a female would be good at this point, right? And I, I'd, I'd like to work with some, some nice king snakes, but if I'm gonna do king snakes, you already know I'm I'm rocking Alterna all day long. Those are just to me, those are they're they're king snakes, but they're kind of not. Like I mean, yeah. they they are technically a king snake, but. Just their their behavior and their eating habits. You know, there's not too many cases where they 
eat other snakes. Uh, you know, I've known, I've heard they do eat snakes here and there. But, but they certainly eat a lot they, of they cold blooded yeah, prey. A lot of lizards. lizards. But, uh, man, they just look so freaking good. You know, all the different localities have different looks to them. And, oh, man, Alterna. Yeah, I don't see why those, I mean, and they were back in the day, like the most impressive snake you could get before we had exotics. But I don't see why. And there's plenty of people who respect them, but there's really not that many people working with them. And there's certainly not that many kind of the newer school breeder working with them. Like they're still the old school West Texas guys going and collecting in the field. And- I think it'd be fun to go out. I mean, that's that's one of the the pretty cool snakes in the hobby that you can actually go field collect. Yeah. You know. And I don't, I don't think we should all rush out and like, you know what I mean, take them all out. But it's a liter of cola. <laughs> Did we make a liter of cola? <laughs> oh my what were we talking about? <laughs> I, I just Texas, saw that. Great it, man. Just, it made me think of Super Troopers. Yeah. Why a liter it, of cola. Melissa's calling me right now like this is a good idea. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Hello? Hello? Yes. All right, but did you ever consider the time and that we might be doing a podcast right as you're calling? And you're live oh, on crap. YouTube. Oh, shit. I totally Why would you call about a Facebook picture right now? <laughs> this is awesome. Why would you be worried about a Facebook picture right now? All right, well, we'll say something constructive or else we're going to hang up. Okay, bye. <laughs> nice having you on the podcast. Nice of you to show up. <laughs> Woo, that's but, but yeah, I guess it is, uh, like you were saying, we were saying before the show, I guess it's snake days in uh, yeah, Sanderson. Yeah, I think it's, it was either like last weekend or this weekend or something. I know everybody's been posting pictures and been out there, so... There's a lot going on down in South Texas right now. A lot of people trying hunting find gray bands. Yeah. I think a couple people found a couple. I see a know. bunch of if you guys are interested in gray bands on the Alterna folks Facebook yes, page. Yes, I'm in there. That's a great group. I see mostly people just fucking with other people and putting stuff out in the road or out of the road. I saw that. I saw there was a post where, you know, I guess that's the thing that a lot of these guys know each other and they find it funny to take things that look like Alterna and you're hunting in these these rock crevices. So they'll get like, you know, what is it, like bungee cords and put black electrical tape that kind of resembles an Alterna and hide it in a crack somewhere or put it on the side of the road. And so somebody's thinking they see something and they stop and get all excited and walk up and it's a, you know, it's a prank. And it's like assholes. Like, that's that's got to be, you know, so fun. And I can't wait to get out there and try and it. And I, I think people think it's like you go out there and you're just blessed with the Alterna Everywhere. That's not what I'm hearing. It's I'm hearing it's a lot of work, a lot of driving. You know, there there are some rules you guys need to follow if you've even thought about doing this, because uh, my understanding is game wardens are out there pretty strong, and making sure you know one we're safe, two we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, it's pretty close to the border, so you know, you know why they're out there. Yeah. I mean, they also have nothing better to do. I'm sure they realize when there's a random hundred, you know, odd snake people in the town. You know, in reflective vests. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Definitely stands out. And I'm sure that they 
are enforcing the rules out there and the reflective vests and all that good stuff. And I know you can't collect off the road. Yeah, you have to. My understanding is you have to like pull over off the road, and then you actually have to like be on the cuts, reflective vest, all this kind of stuff. Have your your uh, hunting permit, your your I guess a snake stamp or something like that. Like have everything legit. You can look it up. I think it's Texas Parks and Wildlife. I think is where you would find that information, but uh, look it up and check it out. And if you're in the area, you know, go out there and see what you can find. I know there's a lot of uh, Transpecos rats out there, the Transpecos copperheads. Probably uh, mostly rats. A lot of lepid. Yeah, there's a ton of <laughs> lepidus, which is another on my bucket list I want to find. Yeah. So I can't wait to get out there. And it's the thing is, like, we live in Texas. Yes, we should probably have gone out there. But then again, it's like it might as well be three states away at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's, far it's, away. it's near Big Bend. I mean, it's it's from here. I think it's close to eight nine hours. Like I can drive from here to Indiana in just about the same time, <laughs> just across the same state. Not even leave the state, just <laughs> cross the state. Yeah, I mean that's what's crazy. And then also the vast amount of land that these animals cover to begin with down there. And it's like, where the hell do you even go? I, I want to take some pictures, man, because I, I like playing with the cameras, and I can only imagine out there those rock cuts the and sunsets man. and all that kind of stuff. Plus yeah. to actually find some animals and photograph them, you know, in the habitat where they're at. Like, found a picture of them right quick. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I, I've always said if I got out there, I would never – I, I I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't bring anything home because I'm definitely bringing something <laughs> home. But I wouldn't like let's say I get out there and I found ten alterna. Honestly, if I find them in the same spot, I just want a pair. I would yeah. take a pair and then I would let everything else take a bunch of pictures, let it go. You know, I I'd, I'd love to have a pair of locality animals that you find. You know, I doubt that happens that often. Some of these guys seem to be blessed with the alterna bug and can find them no matter what and. I hear people go out there and drive out there. It takes forever to get out there. Then they're just driving back and forth different areas and don't find anything except yeah. for a bungee cord that somebody's stuck in a crack. You know, <laughs> it's like, God, what would you want more? I mean, the fact that it's your own alterna that you picked up out of the wild or the just the fact that it's a cool locality, meaning like, would you be as, as satisfied just getting one captive born or do you need something that is? I... I see the pros and cons to both because I think with captive born, they seem to be so many generations in. I think they, they're going to probably start eating pinks better than wild caught specimens. But there's got to be something to catching, you know, these two wild caught animals. You bring them home, acclimate them, and then you breed them, let's say, you know, the following year or whatever. And, and if you're successful, you know, you, you, you first captive, you know what I'm saying? And you raised them and did it. And it's, I guess that's how lines work, right? It, that would technically be <laughs> your own that. line. So I don't, I don't know, but well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like, cause there's so many localities out there that are famous for certain, um, looks and alternas. So it's like, would you go to those particular localities or would you try to kind of find a little subset of your own to, I would, I mean, there's certain localities that I like, there's certain certain localities I really like, and I was looking at uh, stews on on the uh, the Alterna folks, and those Huecos, the Huecos Mountain, those localities are so awesome. And I I remember seeing a Blairs. That was my first gray band I ever saw was a Blairs, and I was like, man, that snake is awesome. Yeah. And I think having a nice pair of Blairs would be great, you know. 
even doesn't that's really the thing, matter man. You from. can if you get gray bands. I feel like you gotta get a Blair's because that's the classic, it's and then classic. get like a fucking black then, gap or something. Yeah, funky. the black gap because even the Blair's phase, it's it's basically a phase. So you can find a black gap. Is my understanding that that is really? a Blair's phase, but localities it's alternative seem a lot like Condros to me, except I don't see so many people just putting. They're they're very into the localities instead of just taking making mutt gray bands like they don't really seem to do that that often it's because it's the old school folks who just I, don't, I think you're right and i, I like that, that. Yeah. And, you know and i'm into the localities on green trees i also like the designers you know high yellows blue uh, blue lines all that kind of stuff is badass but i'm i like our ruse i like beox yeah i like you know <laughs> my beox are assholes yeah, it's just they are and then i mean i like manaquaries just looking at this type of animal this is what it's supposed to look like that shit is so badass and so to see these davis mountain alterna or these uh loma alta alterna or, or highway 277 you know all these different localities they're just badass mm. and you start to see the little traits that make that location it's it's pretty cool and i can't wait to get down there and i know that when Stu was on the podcast he had mentioned about the differences between some of the animals found at higher elevations lower elevations um southern northern and like there's probably two species there's probably two species that are diverged the same way chondros are as far as like because it's a mountainous region so i think that there's actually a mountain that divides a good amount of the range i honestly feel like there should probably be three when it comes to chondros I mean, you got your northerns, you got your oh, your Aussies, and you got the Aussies. I mean, they're yeah. completely separate, and for how long have they been separate? So they probably develop different. You know, I'm sure they're probably closer to one locale than the other, but they are now on this continent by themselves, and you know, it's a different. Are they apart the same amount of time as uh, jungles are to IJs or jungles are? I, that I don't know. Like, you know, like, like a, coastal yeah, IJs, coastal yeah. IJs. I would assume because they can be found in the same. Uh, is I don't know how science island? works. <laughs> I was gonna say continent, but it's an yeah. island. It's a different continent, though. But yeah, I mean, but it's interesting. Yeah, I don't see why you could have. Uh, I don't. I don't see why you couldn't have make a fucking case for that to be a separate species. And I'm sure. I don't know if Daniel Natouche has any. That'd be the that. person to talk to because he's yeah. he's out there. You know, he's actually in those fields and looking at that kind of stuff and do it dan i say i see you said you want one yeah tony posted a nice one and i've got i've got one that's manaquari and two that i think are possible manaquari but i call them mysteries and tony's man, selling one of his green no shoes? no he posted a picture of one oh. and dan said he's seen it and now he's thinking about wanting one i'm like man, <laughs> they're they're i mean honestly they're pretty easy and I tell people to start them out simple, as simple as simple can get. You can get these little small front opening all access tubs from Home Depot. They're five bucks. The top opens, the front opens. There's a little hole in the front that you cover on the inside with some tape. And then you, uh, I think it's Reptile Basics has a heat pad. Put some Velcro on the side of this thing and plug that heat pad in. It doesn't need a thermostat, doesn't get that hot. I use a well, I, I I got the uh, the purchase from David Brahms at S3D, and uh, what else do I put in there? Paper towel for bedding and a water bowl. Yeah, and it's as simple as it gets. And now I don't even have a heat pad on. Like they're in my snake room, and I run an ambient temp, and it gets no warmer. I mean, it's gotten a little warmer since it's summertime here in Texas, but I think my ambient is running like 82, 83 at the hottest. 
and I have no heat on them. And they're eating fine, shedding fine, pooping fine. They do what they do. Mm. So, I mean, that would be basically Terry Phillip method. Uh, you know, his is pretty much 80 degrees ambient. Probably 80 to 82. That would make sense. Yeah. Do you I, do I, night drops or anything? I turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah. no i don't i don't <laughs> but do does, does the like, room naturally cool it yeah because you know it's texas it's hot during the day yeah. it's, it's cool at night and i don't have anything on my window other than the blinds and you know it gets nighttime and it cools down i've walked in there it'll be you know 75 sometimes 72 to 75 and they're all out cruising around some of them are cruising some of them are just perched in the same spot don't move some of them are just have this look like if you walk up to me i'm gonna eat your face <laughs> <laughs> and I mean they're fine, and I, yeah. I I think that's they need that that natural hot or warm whatever than that cool down. And I think you know for the longest like when we used to keep snakes as kids and stuff, it was always you put them in here and you give them this heat pad or a heat light and you just leave it on like twenty four hours. Like yeah, they need heat. They're cold blooded. <laughs> that's not the case. But uh, I love them, man. Green trees and Alterna and. I think it was Bill Stiegel who we had on who said that he did a night drop for his chondro. So, and then I was like, fuck, I must be doing something wrong. Cause I, I just put it 85 all day, 75 on the cool spot and you. let it ride. But, um, there's probably to, something to, to it. But me. That's what <laughs> I just, I would need to put up a timer. Maybe I'd go to like, you know, 75 at night or something on the hot spot or, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like people overthink a lot of it. Like, honestly, I mean, with they're, they're different snakes, of course, and require different stuff. But all, all this, the, the arguing back and forth about spraying and whether to spray or not to spray and how often to spray and does it really cause RI. And, dude, okay, I put a water bowl in there. I change my water every four to five days. And then when I'm changing it, I take the, a little bit of the old water and dump it on the floor, you know, of their cage clean the bowl, put new water in. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I do that Which, once a week, really. So, I mean, they that's how I do that. And then when I feed them, of course, I thaw out the rodents. Oh, I, I put them directly in water and thaw them out. And then I feed them soaking wet. Like, as wet as it can get, I just feed it wet. And, you know, I have no issues. Everybody's shedding fine now. I've got everything tuned in to where everybody's, I'm getting full sheds on everything. See, that's what I used to do until my green trees started looking dehydrated. And now, uh, I think it just may because he's in the living room and the TV is always on and he just kind of faces away from us and clearly doesn't want to mess with us, especially during the day. We can fix that. Uh, well, I'm saying I may I've bring after, him in here. I've been after Joe's green tree for a hot second. He don't need it. He likes corn snakes and hog noses and That's stuff. true. I mean, if it keeps this up, I mean, you may yeah, have he's a case. A, he's, he's, <laughs> it, I mean, they're really not that difficult. They're just, you know, and as the spraying goes, like I said, I, I don't, I may be spraying when I notice they're in shed, I, I'll spray them, you know, and that he might get sprayed once. And then the rest of the time I might dump a little bit more water. If I just walk by and it looks a little dry. Oh, let me dump some water. He's fixing the shed. That's it. Yeah. And I have no problems. You know, I had the one I got Negan when he first came in and was having shedding problems the whole time I had him. And I did a, somebody told me to do a, a bio setup. So I modified my XO, did the glass top, put a radiant heat panel inside there, everything. I put, you know, a drainage layer, a bunch of potting soil and stuff and 
or ABG mix and some live plants in there. Oh, he fucking started shedding. I guess the plants put off that natural, you know, humidity and stuff. So he was shedding full and I was like, cool. And he's the only one now. I don't, I use paper towel and newspaper for everybody except for him. And he's got a, what's in there right now? Mulch. Mm-hmm. And I cypress. just, same thing. Yeah. It's cypress mulch. The same thing. Whenever I change his water, I just dump it in that cypress mulch and that's that. And yeah. he's having full sheds and I actually think he's a she. So I'm kind of waiting on this next shed to see what's what. I just feel like things either shifted when it got to adult age and like I need to care for it differently or put it back into a tub. I'm not sure it was good because it did so great in a tub. But I mean, like you don't really have, I guess, like those kind of tubs you have right there. Yeah. Those simple setups. I've got three snakes. My I've got a Biok and those two mysteries in these tubs I got from uh, Walmart pay like eight bucks for them and they're like file folders and it's got a top on it i just drilled little holes in the back and a little in the front for uh ventilation put some perches in there do the same thing water bottle or water bowl fucking paper towel that's it i don't even have heat on them stick them up in the corner and leave them alone yeah honestly i I may i may try ambient when we move just because we'll have uh probably two separate rooms one heated all the way and what is it in here right now Right now, it's about it's kind of, 75 in here. It feels a little warmer than that. Well, I don't, maybe your thermometers maybe are off. Fat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't just that, that fat on me. <laughs> I'm a little warm right now. Shit. Yeah, but. I mean, but the sun beats down in this room, so it gets a little bit warmer. But uh, in the whole place, it's about 74, probably in here a couple degrees warmer. In the ambient room, it's about from 80 to 82 will swing during the day. Sometimes I'll open the door up, and that's where we incubate eggs. That's where we keep all the corn snake adults and that. But but I think that going forward in, in Philly, we're going to have an ambient room, and we're going to have a room that stays more in the 70s. Uh, I think we should take spots. a vote, personally. I think Port City <laughs> Pythons needs to stay in Texas. <laughs> shit. Trust me, my life would be a lot easier. Because it's already weird. You're called Port City Pythons. Well, it's already not. Too many pythons. (laughs) You're not even on a port city anywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But no, man, it's it's been fun, dude. I don't want y'all to leave. (laughs) I know, and this is like, there's really not many better places to live for people like us than than right here. It's cool, though, because y'all get up there with fucking cheesesteaks and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's like, that's like if there's anywhere else to live for someone who keeps Moralia and just snakes in general and can hit all the shows that's there, too. Because, I mean, Texas is great, but in order to hit some of the shows and in order to hit Herb's Conroe, that's a real pain in the ass. Yeah, because it is like, I think it's three hours, four hours. But, yeah. I mean, it's not really a pain in the ass when you look at it. It depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Because it's, it's a drive, but you go an hour past that and you're at the beach. Yeah, I mean, it's dude, like, it's it's kind of a win-win. I'm going to go check out some snakes. I'm done with the show. I got a couple hours to kill. Let's go to the beach. I, I mean, think that's why if I ever go to Daytona, I mean, it will be solely because the fact that the beach is there plus. I just want to go hang out with Ian. pretty man. decent. I like Ian. That's my buddy. I want to go hang out with Ian. That's true. We need to, well, let's go down there for Carpet Fest. Yes. Nice Carpet Fest. Find out when that's going to be and what's going on. Hopefully during the winter so I could take a break man. from all that shit. I'm going to be nice weather. Carpet Fest this year. I want to make it to the OG, man. I was kind of upset I had to miss this last one, but I'm going to get up there. We'll be there. We'll be there, we'll be there next year. Or whatever. 
don't know <laughs> him him and Scally, who knows what happened this year. <laughs> but I mean there's just uh so many people in this area. There and, are a uh, lot of folks here. It'll be sad. A lot of Chondro folks. Are you going to the dinner on Wednesday? No, I've got plans already. And somebody just, I think Tony just messaged me about that. And Brandon's coming in, but I've already got plans and kind of can't cancel those. Otherwise, I would, but. Yeah. That's kind of just some weird inside talk that no yeah. one knows what we're talking like, what about. Yeah. Now we got a buddy coming in. Oh, he was on here, right? Mm-hmm. Brandon Sander. So Brandon's from San Antonio, and he's just coming through Dallas. I guess that's the thing about Texas, too. It's like there may be a reason why you're in San Antonio randomly or Houston randomly or someone else is in Dallas randomly. So it's like you all get to hang out with each other because there's really, like, especially Moralia people in every one of the big cities. And it's fun, too, because I kind of want to reach out to some of these guys that aren't Moralia. You know what I mean? There's a lot of snake folks in texas and some of them are pretty local but we don't really i mean we talk to them on facebook and stuff like i want to i want to get and have a dinner with some of these alternative like Stu and some of these other guys i think it would be fun to, to talk to and pick their brains and do the same thing we do just with yeah. you know some of the, that old school folks and you know yeah i don't think anyone's I, that, as social as our little sect of yeah, we're pretty we're pretty talkative and fun yeah, like, no, well, just no one else has, like, get-togethers. Or maybe they do, we're just not invited. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, yeah, it would be awesome to have a bunch of the guys who are, you know, more... I mean, these are guys, We in Texas, we have guys who are, like, the non-Facebook types and people that you may see at shows, but you don't really know anything about them. Or, yeah. So, I mean, I would love to get to know all all the people around here pick their brains because they're always full of information especially those guys that stay off of facebook you know it's just like you can't even ever find them but they you know they produce some of the baddest stuff there is floating around the the stories and just the knowledge and oh i think there's something to it i mean in a way we're all on social media or consuming something in some way about other keepers and we're always changing the way we keep changing the way we do things I bet you some of those old dudes have been doing the same thing for like 25 years. That's worked. It and works. Yeah. So it's like you really want to get down to like what works. I think that would be a great place to start. It's, it's kind of like they would say on NPR, you know, what works for you, though, may not exactly work for me. And I, I've seen and, and I tell people, oh, well, you should keep your snakes like this. But I, I kind of forget sometimes if you're like up north, don't keep your green trees the way I keep mine. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're probably going to kill it. But yeah, I guess it's maybe you do here. spray up north or something, you know, somewhere where all your humidity is robbed. Yeah, you know? so, I mean, that you, you really got it. That's where all the research comes in and knowing your animal and paying attention to your animal. You know, I've talked about it. I don't handle my green trees unless I, something I feel like is significant enough for me to get him out and put my hands on him. Other than that, even when I'm taking pictures, I'm using hooks. I pull the perch out and I might just leave him on the perch or kind of coax him on to a, a, a different perch with my snake hook. I don't like putting my hands on them. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's it's less stress. Less stress means they do better. You know, some of these people are like, oh, there's nothing wrong with holding your chondros. Okay, good for you. I don't hold mine. You know, I just feel like it's better for the animal. And, yeah. you know, I'm not chasing dollar bills and Facebook, YouTube likes. So to me, <laughs> I, I want my animals to be healthy. <laughs> 
and you're always i think with chondros you are kind of playing with stress levels more so than other snakes as far as like just you want your snake to be as chill as possible yeah like and from their perspective not your perspective meaning like, you don't want them to be chill when you're handling it, that's them, where like. that's where facebook gets me in trouble that's another reason why yeah. i've, I've kind of tried to get away from because that's where I you see, get not chill I, yeah I, I see i don't no filter i start to see people you know handling these snakes and like somebody posted something one day and they're like, I just got this green tree and they're doing a video and they're holding it. It's like, I can't get it to eat and I don't know why it won't eat. And then how do I tame it down? It keeps trying to bite me. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like just, you just got it. Like two days ago, one thing put it time. down. Okay. Number one, you're not letting it acclimate <laughs> to anything. You're already handling it and stressing it out. So now it's not going to eat. And you're like, why won't it eat? And it's biting. How do I tame it down? Oh, you leave it the fuck alone. You know that to me, I don't see anything wrong with, some handling but i don't think these are the handle me type of snakes i mean there's so many other snakes you can get if you want to handle them all day long yeah so i don't know i'll just do me <laughs> you kill your snake i'm gonna just sit back and watch and the minute you post it for sale for 20 bucks because you didn't know what the <laughs> fuck you were doing i'm gonna snatch that motherfucker and i'm gonna i'm gonna show you what happens when you take care of them and leave them the fuck alone yeah, I think it's hard, especially with people who have the right intentions getting into it. And they always, uh, people ask me all the time, what's a good snake to get? What is this? What is that? Will it bite me? It's just, and fuck, I think man. they're good no, no, snakes no. to own. I, yeah. I really, I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're not for beginners. I don't, I don't believe that. I, I think green trees can be for beginners if you do the research, if you talk to these people. Reach out to Bill, reach out to Buddy, reach out to Matt, reach out to Gary, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, go to some of these green tree groups, you'll see instantly. And I mean, it's it's these guys, you know, Ian, these guys are full of fucking knowledge. And talk to these people, ask them questions, you know, and do that before you go buy the cool tree python. Well, because unfortunately, when you go to the show and you talk to the person who's selling it, they- They're, they're may... making a sale. They may not some, give you the proper information. Some of those guys, are they're just making a sale. They'll tell you anything. Oh, it's eating fine, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll tell you right now, we were at a reptile show here recently, <laughs> and they tried to tell me that I was looking at a little green tree that they had. This snake was fresh out of the egg. It was probably a month old, if Like that. a half dollar like size. I, it was baby. small. And they're like, oh, it's like four months old, and it's blah, blah, blah. I'm bullshit. Who are you talking to? I know what I'm looking at. That's fresh off the boat, probably in a Dr. Pepper bottle or something. You know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. And Our then, sponsor. of course, it's, you know, covered in mites. And this is a whole fucking thing. I mean, yeah, it boils down. And that goes to um, someone was like, well, this person at the pet store said this, said this, or um the girl who was talking about the cali king was like the cali king only bit the guy because he had the smell of mouse on his hand no sometimes I they probably bite because just they like the... to bite because <laughs> there mean, was a hand there i like and, i, I mean, wish i had known we were gonna talk about king snakes i'd have probably brought her like she's just like that she's so chill no I she's one in she'll there. cruise like around you too. and all of a sudden she'll just turn around and you'll just like what is that and you look down and man. she's just <laughs> locked on i mean you don't even move you just hold her and it's like Mm, you smell kind of nice. Let me just bite you. And it, it doesn't hurt. You know, she just starts kind of working on you for a second. And then she realizes, hey, I can't swallow that. But, but if you can't appreciate the fact that snakes are going to do that, then I don't know if a snake is the right pet hurt, for you. Man. If you freak Go out get about a fucking a sugar bite. glider or some shit. I don't know. You see, that's, that's what's crazy. So many people freak out about snake bites. You ever been bit by a rat? <laughs> I, I'm breeding rats right now. One bit me the other day. That shit hurts, you know. You you have I see people that have dogs and get bit by their dogs and cats and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, it's just a scratch." 
That shit bites harder than almost any snake you have, unless you're messing with the those big savage snakes. fucking teeth. Yeah, and I'm unless just you're like, messing dude. with an emerald. Or, but for yeah. some reason, you know, you start messing with little king snakes, and that thing bites you. You're like, oh my god, you freak out. Just because it's so different in the way, I think it just holds on and lashes on you. But have you ever kept Brazilian rainbow boa? I had one. I killed it. <laughs> so don't do <laughs> that. So that was, tell yeah. us how you did it. That and was, don't uh, do that. <laughs> that was that was it was a spontaneous buy. It was I didn't know shit. You know, I didn't after, after at this the, point in time. Research, yeah, right? at, at, well, this was this was pre Facebook, and I think you know free, Facebook has really helped with a lot of things. I think it's kind of hurt a little bit too, but it's also helped. It's helped but, with the sharing of yeah, information. Yeah, at that, at that point in time, you know, you're you're looking for snakes and stuff. The only thing out there was like king snake, and yeah. so kingsnake.com, you could buy them and maybe ask some people some questions. <laughs> but I had I had a rainbow boa, and I had it for about four months. And uh, had it in Exoterra, screen top, <laughs> the lights, everything I'm against now. This is how I had this snake set up. So, I, uh, I think I, I, I think I had gotten mites, and I cleaned the cage, and I used uh, what is it? Uh, the strong shit. My, I think, uh, 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 preventamite. Preventamite. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I followed the directions correctly. Yeah, I think sprayed I, directly on snake. No, okay, I didn't, I didn't spray the snake, but I, I mean, I sprayed it real good, and then it's just like I felt like all the smell was gone and all the fumes were gone, so I put it in there, and you know, I don't know, I, I killed my snake. But basically, don't keep it too hot. No and research, keep no, no anything. I was just like, oh, it's from the Amazon. It gets pretty fucking hot down there. Fucking <laughs> the cage is like ninety degrees. Look, everybody does this uh, shit, but desert. you know, then I wasn't. Now there's, I don't understand how you can do that kind of shit now with the amount, with, with the, the technology we have and how easy it is to reach out and talk to somebody. I mean, yeah. podcasts, uh, just the, the get togethers, the shows. I mean, there's so much going on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, or just YouTube. How I mean, you can just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you can fix your fucking car if your car breaks down off yeah. of YouTube. Like that shit's crazy to me, but now you can't. I mean, then you couldn't do that. And so it was just like trial and error. And it's like, oh, fuck, I killed my snake. I was like, okay, I don't know exactly what I did, but I probably shouldn't get those again. You know, I think now, it's something, you know, people think it's like just an aquarium fish that you get. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they don't. You don't have to research them. You know, you just keep them in a tank. The pH is all right. I don't yeah, that People that just don't snake, think man. through as much as we do now once you get like really into it you know <laughs> i fucking guessed it Dude, i don't know i don't know what i did i i, I assume i cooked it and gassed it i don't know but i poor fucking snake uh, man you learn though man i mean yeah. it, we, it sucks to lose a snake but if you pay attention you 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 learn from that so my learning experience it's was, one thing it's one thing to kill a snake and it's one thing to kill it and then not learn learn anything it. and then yeah. kill the next one too the same way yeah but yeah i i just i'm not a boa fan uh, rainbow bows I love are Brazilian rainbows. yeah Brazilians. That's yeah. it. I would have another Brazilian, and I promise I won't kill it this time. But uh, I think I would definitely keep it on some cocoa husk and kind of keep a little. Oh yeah, more and humid. I, I think I I didn't have it as humid as it needed. I think uh, I didn't do any fucking research. Probably the ninety I mean, degree there's, hot there's spot. There's no there's <laughs> no excuses about it. I didn't do any research. I was excited, and you know the people yeah. that get on my fucking nerves now, I was one of them, and it was just like. I want that cool snake because it's iridescent. It's fucking pretty. So I bought it. You know what I mean? And, it was and you know like, what's sad? Like, oh, it's like if if I did that now, 
all these people would be eating me alive. It's, they'd be yeah. me. You know yeah, I mean? they'd be you. And it's just like, oh, because now it's like, God, you're going to kill this snake. And I see it happening before it happens. It's like, you know, I know I might come across as an asshole. But and I'm you may have been a smart ass at that time, too. You oh, may have not wanted you, the direction. You, it, well, I would have listened to some people, but yeah. there wasn't a lot of people. There wasn't the way to get a hold of people the way there is now. You know, yeah. if you'd work, I worked in a pet store sometimes, and then I'd meet somebody that's into snakes, and then we start talking snakes, and that was so you know, a few and far between. Now it's like I can seek out people in my area that like the same stuff I like, and I've made friends like that. You know, Carpet Fest is really you—you you make friends, you know, and it's it's yeah. weird to have Facebook friends with people that that are all over the country that you'll never fucking meet. But y'all have known each other for years. You know, it's so weird. Then when you meet face-to-face, it's just like you've known each other for It's so strange. <laughs> Facebook has changed relationship, the way we view me- making friends and stuff, because there's some of these people that I've talked to on Facebook that I, I just I can't wait to meet, you know. Mm-hmm. And I need to take my ass to Tinley so I can meet quite a few of these folks. That was, yeah, that's really where you get together with a lot of people that you wouldn't normally. And I'm praying to God for an iCast, too, yeah. because... I didn't know what the first one was, and I was like, what the fuck is ICAST? And then I missed it after I realized what it was and who all was there. You know, Rico was there, and I would have got a chance to meet Rico, and it's just like, well, Wasn't there a time where you were just so nervous to even talk to people who were good at it? Like, I would have no, been Do you so... know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a social <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> fucking butterfly, dude. Like, I don't know strangers. I never have. I've never been that that quiet, awkward I'm like, hey, how you doing? And like, I got a question. You know, I'm I'm very social. And For me, I, when I was know. first getting started, I don't know if I would just be able to say message, you know, someone who was popular in the game. Oh, I do. <laughs> I just hope they respond. You know, there's there's a couple guys I've reached out to, and it's like, well, he knows his shit. I'm gonna hit him up. You know, I didn't uh, take Ian for example. I didn't know Ian other than from a few chats and I knew he kept green trees. And so I messaged him and was like, Hey man, I've got this snake. This is what's going on. And Ian and Bill helped me tremendously. And without their help, like I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. And I mean, I talked to Ian so much. It was crazy. And then he came in for carpet fest and, you know, he came out, we went to dinner. So I got to meet him like face to face. And it was just, he's a great guy, man. And then, you know, I, I just like Ian a lot, you know. Well, some I great people in the. Hobby. I just like built up a lot of people in my mind in the beginning. Like I thought that reptiles was like some legit thing instead of like it's just all of us in our spare room fucking around with snakes, right? Like it's well, there's not... a few there's a few snake gods, you know. Yeah, there's a few, but of them, most but... of them are just like uh, it's like normal folks but you know who the, f- the first person i actually talked to on the phone was and it was eugene Bissett, who was probably like a legend of a legend and that was the only person that i ever talked to and he was like the nicest guy with talking about whatever the fuck Seriously. i wanted to talk about and it's like that just goes to show you could literally message anyone and okay. i think back at the time when i was getting started ball pythons were in a real like really tip-top shape and like egos were on the rise and like there were some superstars per se so i would try to like message them and not get a not get a message back but if you are talking about something more niche if you're talking about green tree pythons like i bet you ian will hit you back oh definitely there's so many of these guys that are just 
there, there's different for different species there seems to be different communities and devoted to the species and, and, and they are and then yeah. but there's there's always like ball pythons there's a lot of drama inside ball python groups the retics there's a lot of drama inside there morelia i mean it's there it's not as much but it is there and green trees it's like amongst each other there doesn't seem to be so much it's more so like the keepers that keep for long times versus noobs you know what i mean that's to me that's what it looks like but that that i i felt like of all of them you know morelia and chondros which basically same family but you know whatever we all kind of accept each other yeah and i i think you know i i just love it i just love talking snakes to whoever you know, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'll message anybody just to talk to you about <laughs> snakes and teach me some shit. If it's like, yeah, like there's something different about an educated snake keeper in you know, comparison to. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna hit up somebody who keeps <laughs> Brazilian rainbow boas. When I get Ryan off of here, he's right here. He's in Texas. You know, <laughs> don't do that. Well, he's been successful for many years. I, mean, I don't know. What I'll hit up Riley. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Uh, Riley will actually be on the podcast, so we'll have a podcast. But I think it's actually fucking next week. I don't awesome. want to say that because we may fuck it up and he cool. may, like, you know, something may happen and he's not here just because we said yeah. it. It's kind of a curse. But we can talk about Brazilians then. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll ask him, how do I not kill him? Yeah. How do I not put a light bulb on them? And Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Brandon got scrub eggs? Yeah. Oh, she dropped. See, I haven't been on Facebook. This really, was, so this I was don't... like weeks ago. We had them on the podcast like two or three weeks ago, and they had dropped at that time. Oh, did they? How did yeah. I miss that? Because I watched, I, I watched know, that man. episode. I might have been, I might have walked off and was <laughs> doing something. I think I was in my snake room listening to that. Yeah, that's how wow. it goes. That's awesome. Yeah, but he's got. I mean, that's something where it's like, if you want to know how to breed scrubs, there's like five guys really that you could even have the chance of messaging and then even them even out of that you know there's only so many guys who are that um that prolific on facebook and shit like that i mean it's one thing to have green God, trees i feel and, like you i'm know. missing stuff you know yeah because <laughs> i have i've started been on facebook i've been on instagram like a motherfucker man and it's like you know it, it's just so much less drama and i stay out of shit I'm just sharing pictures, you know? And Yeah, Instagram, you're kind of in your own house. And, like, people come into your house and say, hey. But then they leave. Or you tell them right. to leave. I mean, Facebook is just like. Everyone's been barring just, you. Yeah, they just. No, I just don't keep my mouth shut when I should. <laughs> I think I, it's. Uh, <laughs> I say shit I probably shouldn't say just because I don't give a fuck. You know? I could just see you get frustrated sometimes. Yeah. There is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see people post stuff and. Uh, true colors kind of come out on facebook you know people you meet and, and you forget because a lot of these people we don't have anything in common except for snakes and so they get outside of snakes and it's like oh you're a motherfucking racist you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> i don't know i want to fuck with you no more you know <laughs> people's yeah people's it, posts i can be like oh, i mean i've bro. seen some posts where it was like what the fuck and then it was like okay unfollowed unfriended you know and like it, i it like sucks. your snakes i like but... your snakes but i won't support you because you know 
but it's that kind of shit. Like I had to get away from that shit, man. It was just like, <laughs> I, I wish I didn't know that about y'all. You know, I'd rather just see your fucking snakes and that's cool. Hey, can I buy the snake from that you? goes for everyone? Dude. Now I feel like I got to go fucking vet your Facebook to see <laughs> your fucking, fucking keep, high hole Hitler or some shit. Keep, <laughs> you know, keep some amount of shit, especially if we're doing business on Facebook. I don't care how much you uh, think that you're shit right. Will hurt your business. Like do not, I am not going to do business with anyone who has anything that I, not that I just disagree with. Cause that's not true, but things that I think are like morally like, yeah. wow, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> and I mean, and I'm not saying I'm a great person, no, but just, there's certain things know. that are not excusable. And it's I like, just, Hey man, why would you do that when you're like, I don't know. You have something I, public... I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge anybody though. I mean, if that's no. how you are. That's how you are. Like, fuck it. Can I get that snake cheaper? You know, like I don't know, but because I'm sure there's people know, on the man. other on the other end talking shit. You know about whatever you might post or I might post or. Oh, I'm I, very I sure. Don't, dude. I, I piss a lot of people anything. off. I don't, and you know, and I'm over here like I don't give a shit. Be pissed, fuck you. And at the same time, I'm like I don't like him. He pissed me off. You know, it's like shit. I just. But yeah, Brandon said you know vote with your dollar. So it's like we we spend money with the people that we like anyway because we luckily you get to a point where you know, especially in something like Condros, you know enough people. To where, like, you know what's kind of going on, and you can choose where you want to. Spend I really, your money I really and like, like that. I really like the 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 hobbyist breeders. You know what I'm saying? They're nothing against big time breeders. Like, there's a couple guys that are big time that that I would fuck with. Like, you know, Nick Mutton, take a shot. I would fuck with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, Nick Mutton is a cool dude. Like, cool dude. He's on top of his shit, which to me goes to show you when you're not chasing a dollar and you have a large collection. It can be taken care you can of. Still do it. So I don't yeah. understand how when some people have these large collections and employees and they're putting out six shitty animals. Like I don't understand it. And you're blaming it on your customers or your your employees. I mean, I don't understand it. Quit chasing that fucking dollar. You yeah, know? I think everyone should Take be care held of those to animals. the same standard. Yeah, but. And there's some hobbies that suck dick too. Oh yeah, I mean, of course. But you know, I and some people probably think I suck dick too. I'd keep a snake. I mean, I don't judge you if you do. There's <laughs> a <laughs> if, if I suck dick, that snakes are just suck dick. Hey, what, what, but, whatever floats your boat. No. But I mean, I, there's you're plenty so cool of in my book, Joe. There, there's plenty of YouTube like comments about me not having enough substrate in my fucking things because. Because when a snake shits in the substrate, I pick it up in the substrate because I don't like nitpick shit out of substrate. And then after a month, it gets a little bit like lower I said, until you fully clean it. Yeah. If you want me to change the way I do shit with my snakes, you're more than welcome to come over. You can pay my rent. You can pay my light bill. You can do my dishes. You can walk my dogs and pick up their shit. You can do the whatever you want to do. Whenever you decide to help out at my house, then I'll listen to what you got to say about changing the way I keep my shit. Till then, shut the fuck up. You know. Now, if it's something where I'm asking for help, yeah, because I feel like this snake is sick. What should I be looking for? But if you're just gonna volunteer, hey man, you don't have enough bedding. Hey man, shut the fuck up, and mind your business. Like. <laughs> Pay my light bill. But isn't that how someone feels when they're like post their green tree and that people are just barraging them with like your setup sucks? 
No, because sometimes their no. setups just <laughs> suck. I, mean, I know that their setup you know sucks, but I'm sure that's how It's one thing feel. if it's adequately housed and you're just nitpicking. It's another thing if you just bought the cool tree snake and it, you don't even have perches, like this piece of wood that's just kind of slumped over, the snake sitting all up in the corner like, where's my fucking perch? And it's in a 10-pound aquarium with 180 watt ceramic heat bulb. Like, I'm over here like, holy shit. Does yeah. anyone else's green tree like to perch on his water bowl? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got this snake, look at him, and he's just sitting in the corner, and the whole thing, there's, like, no perch in there. Like, I've seen that. They had, like, a hide in there, and the snake was sitting on top of the hide, and I was like, where's the perch? And they're like, what do you mean, like a bird perch? And I was like, I'm done. Like, I just, I didn't even respond to that. I had to go, because I would tell you you're fucking stupid for even getting that snake. And it's just so frustrating when you see shit like that, because that's just somebody who spontaneously bought the cool tree python, and... Like the guy that bought the cool Brazilian rainbow boa and killed it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it all just goes around, man. I mean, I don't, I don't think people even expected animals. There was a certain time in the hobby in like the '90s where people, I don't even think importers expected animals to live. They just sold them. They were like, whatever the fuck happens, like keep everything the same, do what you want. Well, shit. I mean, up till recently, chondros were dropping dead, and people would be like, oh, it's a chondro. You know what I mean? You'd have it two, three years, and it just dies. It's like, oh, it's Chondro. Could it never be a virus spreading throughout the whole hobby? Now it's like fucking Nido, which is kind of, I don't even know what happened. Like, it's all of a sudden, it was like, Nido, Nido, Nido. Now it's kind of silent. It's settling a little bit. It's it's still there, but nobody's really, you know, I think now that we know about it. But it's happening throughout many captive reptiles. uh, Fucking snakes, man. Snakes are are some interesting animals, man. They, they They brought a lot of good people to my life. I have to say that they really did. I've met a lot of great people. I've yeah. met some not so great people, and I, I don't know. I I don't know. And I think there's one thing to like. I mean, to anyone who keeps now and like wants to be something or wants to be part of the community, it's like you gotta. There's so many people who are in it like hardcore for a year or two and then get out. So you just really have to make sure that you're committed and like people want to know that you're going to be in it for more than a year or two because we see so many people get in and out so quickly. Yeah, I've I mean, I've kept snakes forever, but I'm I'm Bill called me a restless keeper and I am. I'm very I there's few animals where I'm like I'm on it, you know, and chondros is one of those things for me where I've always really wanted to have a good collection of chondros. I just was kind of scared of keeping them and wasn't sure I knew too much. Now it's like, oh, my chondros won't go anywhere. Like, I fucking love my chondros. Now, if I have to sell one to to make room or money to go get another one, that's one thing. But I wouldn't just up and sell chondros to go start on something else. I would. I won't do that. I've done that with a lot of other shit. You know, I bought a bunch of ball pythons. We've I'm going to do this. Ball pythons are gone. I had all my carpets, which I will get carpets again. I just, I really got focused on green trees but carpets will be back and uh you know but i've always been kind of you know i had leopard geckos we did leopard geckos gone you know it's just like (laughs) and i think there's something something to say to trying things also if you get into it and get out of it respectively then yeah it's not like they all died on me or anything i you know that we had a good collection of animals and we just decided, okay, I'm tired of feeding shit every single day. You know, there's crickets all over the house. I go to put shoes on and a fucking doobie roach is crawling <laughs> out my shoes. I'm just like, okay, I'm over this. You know, so it was time to move around. And so. Ooh, Brandon wants to know if you mess with Lyasis yet. I'm going to pee uh, if you can no. field this. I'm sure you can talk. 
yeah, I, I, no, I, <laughs> uh, no, never really messed with lasses. I'm, I'm pretty much a Python guy. I'm not a big fan of boas. Uh, the only pythons I really like are, you know, carpets, green trees. I kind of stay away from scrubs. I just, scrubs are, I would definitely do fucking rough scales that's that's another to me that's just another morelia i mean it's a different type of morelia but it's still morelia but you know s some of these things are just oh, i don't know man I, there's there's just some some snakes i i would work with and some i won't i don't think i'd mess with scrubs i don't think i i'm not too into the water pythons and the olive pythons they're cool like you know I, he's got them and they're cool like i get over here and i like to look at them and take pictures of them whatever they're badass but i'm just not interested in owning them i love to go look at tony's you know papawan and shit like that that is badass but i don't want one you know there it's just not for me you know certain snakes i i'm i'm hooked on my carpets i'm hooked on my green trees and i love my alterna which i don't even have any alterna right now. i can't wait to get some but this has been like two years of a restless keeper. You know what I think Alterna. it is about Alterna? And I think what it is is I, I could have bought some, but I feel like my first one, I really want to, I want to catch it because I can. I'm in Texas. I live in Texas and I want to, I want to catch, you know what I mean? Like I want to, it, it just would feel like it mean more to me. So Brandon put down the ban hammer in the chat room right now. Uh, what was going on? What was going <laughs> some, on? Some kid was going crazy with, uh, some expletives, not directed at oh, you, but I, I don't know. Just, just some general. Oh, that's good. I cuss a lot. Some <laughs> general fucks. Yeah, y'all yep, yep heard. Brandon put down the the, the band hammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless he's just cussing us out. <laughs> that's but, all right. Man, I, I cuss a lot, and I'm sorry. He's I really do. Down. You know, I I didn't realize that till the first podcast I was on. We were laying in bed. Me and my wife were listening to it, and I was just like, "Fuck this!" and "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" And I was just like looking at her. She's like, "You cuss a lot." I was like, "God, I do, don't I?" I was like, "Fuck!" And she's like, "Stop cussing!" I was like, "Shit, sorry." And it's just one of the things, man. I just cuss a lot. I tried not to, and I, I noticed it that I was cussing so much in that first episode that the next time I was here, I was concentrating on not cussing that it kind of messed me up because I was just like trying to think of my senses without a cuss word instead of just talking you know yeah and now i'm like fuck it like this is me you don't like it fuck you you know it is what it is and let's talk snakes and hang out there's and... there's some kind of line there that i don't know how do you uh like ride like i don't know how much to be is myself cursing like crazy being a fucking crazy person or is it like because in my youtube videos everything's premeditated so i come across very clean cut and stuff and that's and that's and just because it's not editing off my brain. and all that stuff i see what you're saying because i've noticed too and there's episodes where melissa will be like god stop cussing i'm like that's just it's real like this is us like we're just talking you're like me off hanging the brain out is... and it's like these words come out of yeah. my mouth like i'm sorry i just keep it 100 there's you know i probably on some of these past episodes said a bunch of shit i probably should have said you know but i said it and fuck there's it. things i've <laughs> said that i probably no longer agree with and oh, for both of us said i mean this shit isn't set in stone we're just having fun talking shit but i mean that's the thing it's like am i i don't know am i, I this person i, I, I just constant stream of i don't think we cross you know if we cross lines the viewers would tell us but <laughs> i just <laughs> not i think these, these, them, these podcasts are they're comfortable they're fun you know I, i'm a firm believer if you say you're going to do these podcasts you should probably get up off your ass and do them don't you know but that seems like a jab. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 
I, hey, I jab away. <laughs> I'm just, you know, be a man of your word, whoever you are. Whoever you, you know, you whatever. Are. If it's, if it's, <laughs> don't, don't just try to do somebody's podcast if it only benefits you. And so if you feel like it doesn't, you don't want to do their podcast, whatever, you're an asshole. Uh, don't tell people, yeah, I'll do your podcast. And they reach out two, three times and you don't want to do the podcast, then just don't fucking do it. Be a man of your word. If you're not, fuck yourself. You know, whatever. Yeah. Be mad. Or tell That's me to I'm go here. fuck myself straight up. But You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do it. But I, I love the fact that we have the podcast and people are willing to talk to us for no reason. Because, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get in one of my moves. Because I'm just... We didn't have any other platform to talk to. Maybe I would be more nervous to talk to you know, some legend in the game to a Kathy, Kathy love if I didn't have a podcast, you know? So, and maybe I wouldn't ever get to talk one-on-one and for an hour. You I know, also think like, like, like we were talking about the cussing and stuff. It just like, okay, I did, I've, I've done your podcast and then I did, uh, the green tree podcast uh-huh. with, uh, Bill and buddy. And I was fucking nervous. Like you don't even understand. Like I was just so nervous. Like it's, it's, I'm talking to these people that are, very in tune with this stuff. And, and keep in mind, so, Bill, you are like, very yeah, close. I'm very, it, 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 even still, like it was just so, <laughs> I was intimidated. I was just like, man, I hope I don't say something stupid. Like I was real focused on what I was saying. And I was just like, I was nervous as shit. And then I get with y'all and I'm just so laid back. I'm comfortable. I'm just like, you know, and it's that GTP keeper. I love talking Condros, but I'm, I felt like, you know, I'm I'm really the the low man on the totem pole in this conversation, <laughs> and I was like, I'm the noob here, and it's, it's like scary. pointed also. Yeah, you know, they're like, looking for some information. Yeah, like it's they, just like, God, I don't want to say the wrong thing, and I was like, this is Buddy <laughs> and Bill, and it's just Jason Stevens. Like, am I gonna say the wrong shit? Like, I was so nervous, man. You know, and I said it. I, I talked to Bill afterwards. I was like, dude, I was fucking nervous. Like, he's like, oh, you did good. I was he's like, oh my like, god. I'm, I was sweating. Like, I, like was, I talk to you constantly. Yeah, right? You don't leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I was just like, I was so fucking nervous. But, <laughs> I, and it's, it was, it's a huge difference. Like, I get over here and I love y'all just the same, but it's, I'm so like, I, I, I can just be myself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I'm relaxed and I talk shit. I'm about to and cry. And, you know, I'm going to cry when y'all got a fucking gas through the here. <laughs> But send, I think, send me a cheesesteak with some what he say with some Swiss on But I was I was hoping that that would be the point of the podcast is that we don't always need to have the one plus one equals two. We don't even have to always have the knowledgeable podcast. It could be us hanging out with our friends. And people may enjoy just listening to snake talk. Whether it's drama, whether it's just straight bullshit, whether it's whatever. I'm hoping that at least a couple people are like, oh, this feels like my friend's out talking, you know, and on a regular night. And what I like is there's the interaction on y'all's podcast. Like, so, you, you know, the YouTube is up and you see the, the chat and everything and we can answer questions as we go. So that's, a, that's way different than other podcasts or something where you can't just call in. I mean, I guess you could call in, but yeah. it it's still, that's different. Like, this is like a... Ooh, excuse me. This is a bunch of us together 
hanging out, you know, chatting, and it's just it's fucking fun. Man. And I it's hope and I hope they have fun just talking to each other, and not even because sometimes we're totally look. I've out, I've man. been in these I've been in these chats <laughs> where the 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 show is going on and the chat is way off in fucking left field somewhere, yeah. and then I see Melissa like, what the fuck are they talking about? And we're on to something so fucking nothing snake related. <laughs> we're talking about boobies and beer. And, I mean, we're so far gone. And then the pod, the pod, the live cast is just nuts. The live chat's nuts. And sometimes it's, you'll see a bunch of questions come in and then you guys ask questions. And then sometimes the chat is just in its own little world during the podcast. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's, I just hope that, um, we can get across the fact that like none of us, no one knows exactly what's going on. And like everyone, no one's exactly an expert and like we've had so many people on and i'm sure people and i we oh, have different views shit. and different you know I've things learned. that counter counteract each other and you're like who's right or but no one's really right we're just all trying to do our oh, i tell you straight up don't ever take this shit i say you know for granted because <laughs> half the time i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm just spewing shit but i've, I've learned a lot you know i sit back and i watch and i ask questions and okay this is how i should try that let me try that and it works i'm like okay you know, and I just I, I put out there what has helped me not not to say you're doing it wrong or you should do it this way. I just, you know, sometimes I don't give a shit about your feelings. I just care about the snake you just bought. And I come across as an asshole because I'm more worried about your snake than you are. I'm sorry. You know, sorry, not sorry. But it is it's so much stuff I've learned that I just feel like, man, these guys told me this and it helped so much. Now I got to put it back out there. And I think a lot of that kind of gets lost on Facebook because it's yeah. typed words. So I can, if I was talking to you face to face and I'm like, man, no, you should do it like this because this, you'd be like, Oh, that makes sense. But then when I type it on, why are you being an asshole? You know what I mean? And it's Intent like, is it completely gets, lost. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's not, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I'm sorry if I came across that way. I was just saying, because I remember there was one thing somebody asked, somebody asked a question about their snake. Or, or, or asked a question about a green tree or something. And I was like, well, have you done any research? And, you know, do you already have your cage set up before you purchase the animal? Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, why are you being a dick? That's not even what she asked. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm just, I'm, what the fuck? You know, it's like. So, it's so hard when you're precise about the information. It makes you seem like a dick. But also, how do you say something over text that is like, listen, I really, really want you to, like understand that i'm trying to help you here it's just hard to get that across and so and i've done the same thing and even in like a recent facebook thing i was like why are you assuming the genetics of this animal all this other stuff and it's like i don't mean to be a dick it's just if i had the animal this is how i'd go about it but i don't care how you go about it but even that one time i was like so sorry that i put my opinion out there yeah someone said get bar check on here with me on yeah, I I kind of want to tell the story, but I don't really. Want oh, to I say would. It in public. I would. I'd fuck that. <laughs> I'd put. I, that's just me, man. Like, I mean, my my thoughts on people yeah. saying they'll do the podcast and not those names don't need to be mentioned, in my opinion. Yeah. But but the shit that Brian pulled, I think you should put it out there. That's me personally. <laughs> I don't give well, a fuck. now that you said it, I feel like I have to say, say it. something. Oh, no, and, and that's head. not that's no, not really how shit. I feel but, about it. <laughs> that's how I feel. I I, I think he he. He's a bitch. I don't care. Well, I, I don't care. And well, a lot of people don't speak up. Because up, but... it's not as um, maniacal, maybe, as you made it seem. I'm uh, just saying, personally, <laughs> I think he's a bitch. <laughs> well, no, it's just that, and I hate to talk about it, because I didn't put it out in public, even though he kind of put it out in public, but without naming me. But 
um, he had asked me, he was going to Dallas and he had asked me, Hey, um, can I come over so I can make a YouTube video of your collection? And I was like, yeah, I really understand. I really appreciate that. Like, that's really nice of you to ask me, but quite frankly, I don't know if we exactly agree on everything. And I mean, if you could do a podcast with me, we can air all of the stuff that I want to talk to you about. I will be completely fair. I will not ever want to attack you. I don't ever want anything bad for you. I just want you to get your intent out there because if I only put out all the shit in my YouTube videos, people may think differently of me than in this podcast, right? Like I may seem like two different people, even though I'm not, but it's just because the, the YouTube videos are premeditated and this is off the top of my head. So it's like, I wanted to ask Brian the questions that could clear some air that would probably be positive to him because we have the people who bullshit and talk shit about him. We have him here to listen or even um, the reptile keepers against Brian Barchek thing. Like you could have them tune in and I would be completely fair and have him air his dirty laundry, not dirty laundry, whatever it is. But he said, no, I'm never going to do basically anything that has nothing in it for me i feel like that's just something to be positive for your podcast and i said hey man like i don't care anything about views i don't care if i cared about views i would have been on your channel immediately because i would take all my morals throw them at the vin at the window and go to your million followers hey come fucking follow me come get come be a subscriber but i didn't because that's just not how you morally go about your business but so basically it was a few other words he told me it would be an open conversation about what i disagree with him with and i said hey like i started talking about what i disagree with him with and then he got very defensive and then very kind of pissed off at me and then i just stopped answering him because i wasn't going to be in some pissing match with him because it just seemed like it was a whole thing to where he played a victim eventually when he was the one who should have the upper hand because he has a million subscribers. I don't have I don't have anything that he needs. He has everything for me to gain, but I, but I denied him, so he felt, and I understand that, he felt very isolated or um, offended just, by it. To me... That I wouldn't take his approval of whatever. I felt like it actually did benefit him to not just do a podcast that's just directed at your fucking fan base. You were actually going to sit down with somebody who doesn't agree with you or how you do things and have a discussion that benefits both of you because that's, that takes balls to sit down with somebody who doesn't agree with the way you do shit and wants mm. to ask real questions. And then you get out from behind that fake ass YouTube shit, shit and get real. And it's like, okay, you know, sometimes you got to get uncomfortable and you know, be honest. I don't think he's a bad person. I've met the dude. He's a fucking nice guy. Like, mm -hmm. he's a legit nice guy. I just think the way he keeps his shit is shitty. I think the manipulation he used in that video where the whole oh, suicide and crying and all that bullshit, that shit was I'm, shitty. I'm going to start crying right now, man. But, I mean, to manipulate people like that, all your followers, oh, that's, that's so fucked up. Just be real. And the fact that he says, you know, there are some things wrong that I got to take care of, and the followers are still like, well, they're just haters. Well, how are we just haters? If you got to take some he's saying a bit of that, opinion. that he's got problems he needs to yeah. fix. Well, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I've never said he's a bad guy. He's just an asshole. I mean, but, you know, towards the snakes, I should say. Like, dude, you, you got all these animals. There's no way they should, should be like, this, like they are. 
when people like Nick Mutton does the shit pretty much by himself and has a shit ton of animals. But he also doesn't is, have YouTube videos on this shit every day. But, and I can you understand. Know, I don't know. It's just well, I okay. should compare well, the two. That, but that I took that at face value, whatever. And I then think, I think he I, to but, me it was the the point of what I was trying to say was just that it would have benefited him. Because right. I think putting your story out there with someone that doesn't agree with you, when it takes balls too, it's like, okay, well, shit. Instead, you come across as, oh, it's just about me and my YouTube likes and, you know, my millions of viewers. Well, guess what? I don't shit, give so. a fuck about your YouTube likes. I'll stay here with 5K and then you can suck my dick later because. Yeah, you got 5K. No matter what, no matter what, he's old. I'm younger. He'll probably die first, so I'll win at the end. I'll have more YouTube subscribers at some point. I'll just keep on going, man. Yeah. But the 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 disrespectful part was he posted a status when he left Dallas. He said, even though certain individuals did not, and I wish I could dig up the actual, I think Melissa may have it, like screenshot or something, but um, it was like, even though particular people didn't want us to go over and film their collection we met with these people which were the people that i actually suggested that he go see um i said hey i'm not gonna do it but i'll give you these references to go you know hang out with them and i'll tell them that you're cool and and he went and seeked out those suggestions and then made that kind of condescending fucking post about me after that which i was a little like all right that's kind of childish which is why i didn't reciprocate and i didn't put it out in public because it's it's just not really how i operate on shit and um and then the person a person who is supposed to be the guest on the podcast is very affiliated with who he was and he's been kind of fucking with me which is just like, come on, man. Like, I thought we were adults. I didn't know that this was joined in any which way. Um, it doesn't mean that I didn't want to make that video. It doesn't mean that I don't want you on the podcast. It doesn't mean that I don't like Brian. It doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that I don't stand for whatever you guys stand for. Because we're all snake keepers at the end of the day. But fuck, man. Just, uh, it's weird how that stuff... Even me trying to be an adult about it bounced back negatively against me because the people in power, I guess, decided that's what was best. But then again, it doesn't matter because those aren't my friends. My friends are here right now. My friends are Moralia people. They're all the people in the chat. They're all the people that have been on the podcast. So who gives a shit about that subsect? All that is is a few different people. And they just care about their own world. And I understand their world's bigger than mine. Their world's much bigger than mine. But who cares? Maybe I'm cool being in my own world and doing my own thing. But there's the fucking story. I think I got, <laughs> I think I got a joke going on accident. Shit. But, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I love the people that I've, that I've met for the most part. I mean, there's some great people. And then there's, like I said, there's the assholes. And I just would rather not deal with them. And I'm glad I don't have to. But these people that I have met, I mean, Carpet Fest has just been the greatest fucking thing ever because it's I've met so many people that I would have never met otherwise. And I mean, unless I went to like Tinley and shit, but yeah. people have come down. Eric, Owen, Howard, you know, Matt, so many of these guys came down. I actually got to meet them and people that you know, say come down, but then people came up, you know, Ian, Matt Morris, you know, uh, Brian Brian Brody and Slip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all these guys are, you know, Jason Brumley. I met all these awesome people, and it's just like, I fucking love Carpet Fest. And it's, it shouldn't be, we do that like once a year, and it's like, man, we need to do this more. But 
I don't know. I just that's that's I just don't have time for the assholes anymore. I used to be like, let's talk shit about this motherfucker. I hate this motherfucker. Now I'm just like, Instagram. I'm posting and there's, snake pictures. There's plenty of things that, and it's even gotten. It hasn't gotten better since the whole thing. It's like, uh, I don't. That's just not. I don't want to go there. But it's hard because I wanna I wanna counteract the points that are in the chat, but I don't really want to go in on it. <laughs> but but it's like fuck, man. There's just too many things that kind of frustrate me. Um, I just really want to make sure on my channel at least that snakes or anything are not a prop. Uh, there's no animal that's a prop in this video. It's me appreciating the animal, not the animal being in some way used for the video. I just want people to respect the animals. I want people to enjoy them for what they are. They don't need to have two heads. And I wouldn't go out and buy a two-headed animal because I know that the likelihood of it dying is very large, but I know the likelihood of me getting YouTube views on it are very high. Now listen, YouTube views do not make it okay for me to get these animals that I know are going to die and make some type of publicity out of it. Well, aren't there That's some that have fucking bullshit? Aren't there some that have grown to be adults? Well, let me see one of those that have, yeah, um, have you can do the research on your own. I can send you all the videos on so they, they unboxing have... of two headed animals and we can see how many of those are alive now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, see, that's I'll give you a like big we were, old fat zero percent on that. That's and like then we were also talking about the earlier. No eyes and shit. Yeah, that's like we were talking about earlier. Uh, we were talking about the scaleless, and they're they're cool. Like the the scaleless corns, the scaleless uh, balls. They're 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 cool. Like looking at them, the way they feel, they're cool. But the to me, the cons outweigh the pros in turn in ways of keeping them. And you know that everything you do normally with like say a ball mm -hmm. python it changes when it doesn't have scales it's a lot more uh sensitive i guess is what i'm looking for like it's just crazy that the stuff that has to change from normally keeping that same type of snake to now because it has and it is a defect i mean people are breeding for a defect and it's it's kind of crazy and it is you know I, I think they they're they're cool but it's just so much more you have to do now and I, I was listening to the, the, a podcast and they were talking about the the ways he was keeping them. Like you, you can't keep them like normal. You can't keep them on uh, like mulch and stuff like that because when it sheds, it can tear the skin and stuff. I mean, there's so much I was learning about them and, you know, they require a lot of water and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, like, it's, it's crazy the difference in keeping a ball python from a ball python is mm -hmm. the difference is one has scales, one doesn't. And you pay so much money for this animal, and then anything could go wrong. And that, to me, is just, like, it's not worth it. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, so that that podcast was uh, Snakes and the Fat Man that just came out. Um, I don't know who the breeder was, but super interesting on information about scaleless ball pythons um and i know there's been so much bullshit about the morph and all the other things and it's been a lot a lot of drama but i feel like i haven't heard from the ball python people in a long time just because i don't i'm not in that circle so it was cool to hear the podcast but um basically the scaleless snakes they're being kept with a much much closer eye than say your regular snakes and um I think that they're at this point 
the breeder was acknowledging that there are some differences. Um, there's definitely some hydration differences. He even put some balm on them to moisturize their skin and stuff like that. And it's, uh, you know, at what point is it too much? Should we just say, like, I, this isn't a snake anymore? But it, it's, the care is different because I see somebody just asked me about jags. I've never had a problem with jags. I don't have a problem with spider balls. They they have that neuro wobble and whatnot. But that snake can still eat. It can still poop. It can still shed. It can still, it can still make babies. It's just, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of throw it off a little bit. I, it is a bit of a defect. I mean, but that snake can still survive on its own. You know what I mean? Like the scale is just like any, I mean, it, it can cut itself open just shedding its skin. But on the flip side, like, I feel like scaleless corn snakes with the ventral scale seem to do very well in captivity. In comparison, I, I don't, I've I don't never, see you know, any issues. I, to me, I, I didn't know there was a difference. Like, I just yeah. figured it doesn't have scales. It's, it could it could hurt it. You know what I mean? So, but uh, I, I don't know, man. It's, I just, I, I think I think the Jags are, I some of them show it, some of them don't. I mean, yeah. you know, and I know a lot of people say, well, oh, I don't want to breed this Jag. Yeah, it's always there. You know. And they're like, oh, I don't want to breed this Jag because it shows extreme neuro and I don't want to breed that trait. Just because that jag has neuro a lot when it breeds doesn't mean all those babies are, are going to show that amount of neuro just because the parent does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just varies from snake to snake. Sometimes you could take two snakes that are extreme neuro and probably breed them if they can find the hole. And they could produce <laughs> a bunch of babies that don't show neuro. Or you could take two parents that don't show any neuro, basically none, put them together, and they produce some wibble wobbles that are just all over the fucking place. I mean, I, I think the moral of the story is it's always there. Yes, you, you can't breed it out. But I think it, I think it, it's it's different than the scales. I, I I think they're both defects, but one doesn't exactly affect the snakes. The day to day. Yeah, like yeah. you really have to change a lot of shit for a scales because it could, you know. But I I don't the jags don't bother me either. I whatever I've had jags and they've had and I think and, and everyone has their own line and it's like. Maybe, uh, you know, some people probably don't even breed uh, spider ball pythons anymore. But those are, it's the same deal with the jag. But, I mean, I just think there's there's enough morphs out there and stuff for us to work for, work with. At this point, Shit. you see that jag is kind of falling off in carpet pythons in general. I see less and less jag all the time. Like, I feel like people are kind of not breeding out of it, but, I mean, are going different ways with the projects at this point. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that it's like wrong for you to breed a scaleless or to breed a. Oh no, it's I think not it's, wrong. You it's within do what your you own do. Line, yeah. I just person, me personally, I I wouldn't do it. Uh-huh. But somebody just asked. I just saw that question. Where to go? Can you? And I would certainly keep scaleless corn snakes and breed them for sure. So I'm a hypocrite if that's. Uh, Flomo said, "Can you hibernate baby snakes, or is it just for breeding?" Uh, I there's been a lot of talk in the Morelia world about diamonds because diamonds a lot of people you know hibernate them cool them as babies and start doing that because in the wild they're they're hibernating just because they're little doesn't change anything you know and i know normal nor, normally most folks didn't do that you know what i mean it's like you get them to adulthood now they're ready to breed now we cool them i think it would probably benefit the snake a lot more if 
you acclimate you 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 get a cycle get a cycle going. going from the time that you get it home to the time you decide to breed it you cut that food level you cut that that temperature down whatever it is i i think that would benefit the snake a lot because it's made for that and i think we're changing that if we don't do that and i know they were they were something was being said about the diamonds and how they were doing better i think i don't remember where i saw it but it was something they were, along those lines of cooling the, the babies and versus not cooling the babies and stuff like that it's it's a lot of that's pretty badass but i mean think about everyday outside snakes those babies are hibernating when it's cold outside yeah. you know that they're doing the same exact thing as the adults the only difference is when it warms up the adults are getting to it the babies are just looking for food and i think you know we should start really looking at that and doing all snakes like that I think in colubrids, it's definitely interesting because I know people who have had babies that don't feed and they put them in brumation for, you know, 30 days or a month and then they take them out and then they feed again. So it can be used kind of as a reset button, even for colubrids. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, obviously it's not necessary. I don't do it for my babies. That's just because my brumation setup wasn't big enough to fit everyone in. Um, I may consider it next time around, but I mean... It's not necessary, at least in corn snakes. I think it could definitely help in some more animals that are harder to breed, ones that are more prone to have cycling, like something like a diamond. It's so um, precise as far as if you don't cycle it, it won't breed. Corn snakes, if you don't cycle it, you can probably still get them to breed. Um, a diamond is very dependent on that cycle. So I feel like, of course, you may have better chances with something that's cycled. I agree. <laughs> i i mean I really i just i think that's something we all should start getting into and i think a lot of people you just bring it home and set it up and it needs heat and you go through the normal way we've always kept snakes and i think now if you're planning on breeding that animal in the future i really feel like that's something you should look at to start you know cool them down and put them in brumation whatever the temperature drop is for whatever species you have and, and try to do that and see how, you know, shit, keep notes, do keep research, because at some point in time, that shit could help somebody. And even even colubrid babies that come out small, you put them in brumation, and they can survive throughout the winter just because their body is obviously slowing down. Their processes are slowing down so much and could come out a great feeder from when it was a problem feeder. So, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely scary. I wouldn't say that I have the balls to do it right now, but <laughs> that's what people do. I just think it's badass. You can fucking incubate eggs in the top of your closet. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is so cool. Like, I just wish Condros would do some shit like that. Oh, I got eggs? I'm going to just stick them in the top of my closet. I bet you, I bet you if someone had some balls, they can, balls literally and balls figuratively, you could probably put them in the top of my closet. It would just take 100 days to hatch out if you had proper humidity. I'm no Scientologist, but I think <laughs> if you put them up there, and I've heard ball python people, uh, you know, maternally incubating all that stuff, taking multiple, you know, much longer time incubation. Um, I think it's possible if you keep things stagnant, but I'm not have. I sure as fuck yeah, I've tried not. it. <laughs> I wouldn't either, would I? <laughs> nope. But corn snake eggs I, I wouldn't have the balls to try that. Um, <laughs> Especially with conjure Yeah, I'm doing everything I can do to get all these motherfuckers out the eggs. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was supposed to leave you with a good question before I pee again. This dude opened the seal and now I can't stop. Yeah, no, it's done, though. What's a good question? Somebody give me a question. Someone, someone help. Come on, give us a question. I'm here to talk to you. 
So when do you think it will be your first breeding season with green trees? <laughs> now that's a question. <laughs> I uh, At this moment, I have an adult male Bioc. I have a three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old Bioc. I have that I'm not sure if it's male or female. I've got everything else is two years and under. And so either I find an adult female and I want to do Bioc to Bioc. I don't really want to go, you know, do a designer. I'd love to find an adult female Bioc, put it with one male Bioc, and, like, next season, try try for next season. But uh, if I don't, I'm just a couple years off. And so, you know, I'll try again. I tried once and almost got there and didn't exactly work for me the way I wanted it to. But I did all the right stuff, just didn't work out. I think the, That's I think the male was too young and – was it that i mean it was your female right the, she 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 was infertile uh, or that infertile the eggs were infertile but she had complications like oh so she was a multi yeah i i can't say it was one thing or the other you know yeah. she uh i kind of lost my train of thought she uh she she ovulated or she built her follicles i was all excited she ovulated i was super excited and then she went into her pre-lay shed and so I've been talking to Ian, talking to Bill. I'm all excited. I'm taking pictures. I'm doing everything. And she had her pre-lay shed. So I'm thinking, okay, so much, so many days from now, I'm going to start seeing eggs. Well, four days after her pre-lay, she starts dropping eggs. I'm like, oh, shit, something's wrong. Like, this ain't right. So I'm on the phone, like, with Ian, like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, yeah, she shouldn't be dropping right now. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> And so you could tell when the eggs were coming out. I was like, those look pretty fucking infertile. I was like, I, a couple of them looked all right. And I was like, I'm not sure. So I, I tried to incubate the few that came out. And no. But uh, she she dropped, I think, how many was it? I think it was six, maybe seven eggs. And then just stopped and still had eggs in her. So, of course, you know, I talked to Bill. And he put me in touch with a badass vet in Mansfield. And uh, took her to the vet. They checked her out gave her a shot and said it should help her push the eggs out well over the weekend i think this was a friday so over the weekend nothing happened no movement no eggs out nothing so monday i took her in she had to have surgery so they they put her they put her under and he was able to palpate out three of them and then three had adhered to her oviducts and so he had she had to have surgery and basically from there on was a pet but uh that's how that went for me no 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 <laughs> no viable eggs and i i was so excited i mean i was seeing everything else she's 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 they're hooking up they're oh there's follicles and there there's there's an ovulation and oh a prelay shed and then bump gotcha bitch you know Rentry pythons are fucking <laughs> that's how it went terrible. and i was just <laughs> like you know I, i'm very sure it was probably something on my end who knows you know it could have been the male could have just been her she could have been young i because she was four and a half you know, and she had the weight, enough, right? you know, she had the size, but she could have just been a little too young. The male could have been a little too young. You know, you know, it's all kinds of things. You know, I felt like well, I could have been on my end, but shit, if they did all that and did all apparently I was doing something right, you know, for them to go that far and do everything that it was, everything was in order. The female cycle. And, and the, yeah, everything. And so I was just like, hell yeah. And then, so, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't. All it really did is 
You know, some people get deterred. Like, oh, fuck it, I'm not yeah, working with Yeah, it's either you quit right oh, after that. That or, shit yeah. just, it was straight motivation. I was like, okay, I got you, bitch. Let's do this shit again. And then I was just like, but I don't have any fucking adults. <laughs> like, shit, now I got to wait a couple years. But, just kidding, in five years, yeah, get back. I, I got you again in five years, motherfuckers. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. And I, I can't wait, man. I'm excited to see what the future happens. And, you know, there's some, there's some, I, I'm loving them, man, and they're just getting better and better. And my Aru is like my favorite one of the bunch by far. Those two mysteries, one of them is going completely green, like it's turning green, and that other one is just yellow as shit with a bunch of green in it. But it's just you know crazy yellow. But that that uh that that Aru, man, I love my Aru. Mm-hmm. I I fucking love my Aru. So, do you have any qualms with? locality to locality like what's your plans once they grow up i mean do you know I, the, I, the sex ratio uh n- no i know i have a male biak <laughs> <laughs> that's, that like that's what i have <laughs> I, i've got seven green trees and i know i have a male biak uh everybody else is they're all i could sex them i just haven't had it done um I actually was in a discussion with somebody and they asked, why would I sex them now anyway? And my thought process is I really want to do locality to locality. And I feel like if I know what I have now, I know what I'm looking for. So, you know, why wouldn't I want to know what I have now instead of just waiting till it's ready? And now I'm all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Because let's say the one I have now is a male. Cool. So I can go ahead and go find a badass female now. And by the time he's ready, you know, I've already got a cool female. I'm good. Yeah. You know, or, you know, hopefully whatever, if it turns out to be female, I just go find a male. I'd rather just know now that way when the time is right, they're already acclimated to the environment. I've got them in everything. You're I just don't, hoping to have a yeah, female. I've just, I don't, I don't care it, either way it goes. I think it's easier to find adult males than it is yeah. to find adult females, yeah. but either way, I'm happy. I mean, they're healthy. They're doing everything. I'm, I'm proud of, how far I've come with green trees. I'm, I'm proud of the people that have helped me and I call friends because without them, I wouldn't be anywhere with, yeah. with the green trees. And I'd be making those same dumbass errors that some of those guys make. <laughs> That's why I just tell them, look, man, just listen. Like we make this simple. It's, well, it's so, so much said, more of a team effort with green. Tre- I, mean, I think everyone's it's pretty willing. Cause I think a lot of these bulletproof snakes, there's ways to fuck that up. Yeah. It's hard, but there's still ways to fuck it up. And People still won't listen. listen to me about a corn snake, and that thing is impossible to kill. And That's because you're moving to Pennsylvania. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, man. <laughs> but I, it's you need you need multiple people. I mean, you need multiple heads involved in green tree pythons, you know? <laughs> he wants my dog. <laughs> Oh, Gustavo wants your dog? Yeah, he said I got too much on my mind. I thought he was talking about your bull snake because he's not picking up random snakes. No, my dog. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, don't say that, Dan. (laughs) Hell no, don't say that, Dan. That That would suck balls. That is have all these green trees and they all turn out male. I'd be so pissed. And how many, I mean, it's one thing for me to find a female corn snake somewhere, but how many green trees can you buy? Um even a year or two old and trust the person that you're getting it from is going to be the correct sex. Like, or that it's sex at all. It might just be totally unsexed. Well, that, that just comes into who you're getting from. I mean, yeah. uh, honestly, there's everyday Joe's that, you know, you will sell you whatever and tell you whatever. 
I don't, I wouldn't, you know, if I'm looking for just a badass animal and I want to take that chance, I don't care about the sex. I just want that animal because yeah. it's badass. That's one thing. But if I'm specifically looking for a female Aru because I know I have a male Aru, I'm going to somebody that one does Arus that can tell, that knows, you know, that that is, it's a reputable breeder that, or, you know, whatever. And he knows what he's talking about. He knows his animal. He's sex that animal. Yeah. Oh, you know, and I'm not saying reputable guys can't fuck up, but. <laughs> the chances are very low for them to fuck less yes. you know what i'm saying and it's like if if, if i want a designer you know I, I'm, I'm my my first designer there's a couple people i've talked to but i really want my first to come from bill because that's my buddy man and <laughs> you know i if i go designer like that that blue line animal i really want i, I want my first from bill i'm and, pumped uh, for for mark's first clutch dude yeah that's that's happening you know the story behind that female is there was a it was a it was a craigslist was it craigslist no i think it was facebook i guess we should explain somebody, this is mark hager from tx chondros and uh, somebody tagged me and i don't remember who tagged me and uh a guy had a male and a female green trees and the cage and all for sale for like cheap and i was asking about the female and then kind of lost touch with him then he popped back up like a few months later had the snakes for sale and so i had messaged him about it got no response then when he finally responded i asked him about the female he's like oh she sold i'm like damn okay and he he ended up making me a real good deal on the male in the cage so that's the, the adult male biak i have now so i went and picked him up lo and behold i found out mark bought the female <laughs> and now she's gonna be a mama and i'm like fuck because the guy wasn't even 100 percent sure he had a pair and i was just like man and i, I don't like, trust I, anyone i haven't seen eggs one. out of that but he, he yeah and he's he's i can't wait to see what he gets because i think he put her with a real nice male and uh i can't wait to see what he gets i'm just pumped because he's that guy who went all in on green trees without fucking with anything else you know he's just like green trees i'm gonna do it and then once i do that we can kind of mess around with other stuff but it's like he went out to do it, and he fucking got a good clutch this year, and I'm pumped to see him hatch yeah, out little babies. Definitely start start them fun feeding trials. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They they. It, it's I like the know, work man. never fucking. Everybody ends. says that about oh they're so hard to get started, and then I see some of these guys are like oh they weren't no problems like they just took off, and it seems like more and more you're seeing that more and more where they're starting to. Yeah, they're more just generations. taking off. Yeah, they're just they're just feeding. You know. Yeah. But there's there's so many things going on in the, the green uh, community. Hey Dan, uh, if you hit me up on Facebook or uh, Instagram, I can give you a list of folks. There's quite a few people, and you know Ryan Ryan Burke comes to mind. First of all, him uh, Harlan Harlan him, Ryan Burke and Harlan Wall especially, and uh, let's see who who else will probably get you like exactly what you're looking for somebody just had i think they were out of the country though but yeah uh i'd hit up harlan wall and i'd also hit up uh ryan burke and if i'm not mistaken i think that's where tony got his from ryan burke yeah i believe so i believe so yeah ryan burke i mean he's he's got some nice stuff but uh what was the question? Yeah, I mean, if you really want good manaquaries, I mean, you're going to have to get imports, would you think? There's not many great... I don't feel like I see many locale people in general. Well, I, we've talked about that. It, it seems to be... They're still out there, but Maybe I don't Biox, think there's a lot of people that that 
work specifically with locality pairings. I mean, there's a lot of people that will do locality pairings, but they don't do that specific. It's like, oh, okay, well, then that following year, they'll take a Manaquari and mix it to a Biak Aru. You know what I mean? So they, it's all designers and stuff like that. I really, I do want my designers that I'm, will keep my designers, my designers, and maybe mix them here and there. But generally, I want to do locality pairings. Aru to Aru, Manaquari, Manaquari, Biak, Biak. I, I want to be. Kofiel to Kofiel. Man, I could only wish. Yaping to yaping. I mean, all kinds of. <laughs> You know, and I, I get excited about that. And that's, I, I was so excited about these mysteries because I bought them as Cyclops. And then the older they were getting and stuff, people were like, I don't think that's a Cyclops. And I'm like, don't fucking tell me that. Like, I got them to pair them up to each other and they're not Cyclops. And I'm just like, you know, they're, they're, they're not Cyclops, but they could be outcrossed. But I don't know. They look very Manaquari-ish, both but of them. But there would just be no telling. But right so now, just they're just mysteries. Badass green trees. Now, they're just mysteries. And that's yeah. uh, if I breed them, if I'm able to ever breed them, and I breed them to each other, it would be mysteries. They're simply green tree pythons. That's all I yeah. would label them as. It's not a this or a that. It's not, well, this could be in there. I wouldn't even say all that. It's a mystery to a mystery, and that's what you're getting. You're getting a green tree python. And that's what I would sell that as. You know, I wouldn't ever try to be like, oh, it's it's possible Manaquari and yeah. possible this. I'm not sure, but I think it's this because then people Someone might will sell call it. You fucking and then they'll be, yeah, they'll too, be like, like, well, you sold me in a Manaquari. No, what I said was, no, you said, see, that's why I'm not even going there. Just, You're getting a green tree python. That is Captain what this Captain Born and Brad is already a high price yep. tag. You get what you get. But I mean, you're going to get a fucking awesome snake. But Mad Bio said, obviously, we haven't directly imported anything, but you've worked with, and you believe kind of in working with import green trees in a sense. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with imports. I mean, a lot of people, I don't think they need to be brought in the way they bring in ball pythons. Right. To where it's just, you're, you're cleaning out the force. That shit doesn't But need once to they're here but and the care. A few, yeah, you get a few here and there that are, you know, New bloodlines, okay. Just, I mean, some of them. I don't think they need to be imported 24-7. But if you get imports, I don't see anything wrong with them. A lot of people are like, well, just buy captive bread. I'm all for supporting, you know, local breeders and everything else. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with imports. As long as the measures are taken to take care of that snake, take it to a vet, get fecals done, blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of people, it's funny to me, I see a lot of people that would knock imports and I would only buy USCB and blah, blah, blah. And then Nido came out. And now <laughs> That's I'm looking at you like captive. that shit's mostly seen in captive bred populations. Unless it was, you know, your imports came in and then your snake got sick like that. But it wasn't something that just hit imports. And so I'm kind of looking like, oh, well, you can trust USCB all you want to. I'm going to trust that import right about now. But either way, no matter who it comes from, if I get a snake from Bill, I'm, I'm Bill. 100% trust bill 125% you know what I'm saying I'm still taking a snake to a vet you know just because that's the thing to do get these ch snakes checked out make sure there's no underlining problems of any kind and then somebody, <laughs> someone's fucking around no and it's then, a uh, pine snake he wants to get out and bone some females oh, yeah. he's a, he's a I, fucking psycho I, I just I don't know man I, I there's nothing wrong with imports I love all my green trees and mm -hmm. I, I think all of them I would call them imports except for the two mysteries because I don't think they're imports. I think they're USCB. I just don't know what the fuck they are because I, 
think they're highly across as something, but like I said, I would never sell it. Or you're not going to be like F2, whatever, whatever. Because when I originally tried to sell one, I was like, oh, this is my Cyclops Mountain type. And I'm so glad I didn't fucking sell that animal because I'd have been like, you bought it like I bought it and thinking that's what it was. And it's like, fuck. um, Then I feel like I did you wrong because. I told you something well, that you it wasn't. gave all the information. But I'm, I'm so that happy that yeah. nobody jumped, and now they're looking at it. And no, we don't know what they are, but they're changing so nice. Everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Like, oh, man, so that snake's you... looking good, and I'm like, mm, "Now it's staying." Fuck you. <laughs> you should have should have got it when you went. You know, had it for sale. Yeah, and I, I mean, for me at least, I can. You can't tell exactly a locality, obviously, just from looking from an animal, but. There's something that's clearly a beak. Oh, some of them. It's a beak. Or... Yeah, some, you, you could tell a beak when you see it. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's there's certain localities. I think you look at them and it's like that's a beak. You look at them, and that's that's an aru. I some of those you start looking at manaquaries and when Jayapur and they all kind of come out of that same on. area. That's when it starts getting kind of sticky, and then you're like you're looking at tails and and you know if you have if to go that far shit, yeah then it's it's suspect <laughs> but once i mean biox you, you can pretty much tell a biox the only thing i think you could confuse a biox with is like i think it's a i think a yapen i think that's you lost it, me but, man you know other than that i mean the same kind of body structure but the biox got that big dragon face like you see a biox you know it that the way those nostrils and turn if you up you don't know it put your hand man. in there then you'll fucking really know <laughs> For it real. but the the way their face looks they got these big heads these long kind of snouts and then their nostrils kind of turn up on the end it looks like a fucking dragon and they just look so different than if i take pictures of my aru and take pictures of his face and then take pictures of that biok from like a side view you can see what i'm talking about they they look like different snakes and it's it's just it's crazy so do you know the differentiation between the northern species and the southern species where that cuts off what localities fall where i've seen it because I don't, yeah, I haven't memorized it. I don't, yeah, I haven't where. memorized it. Because, like, like, Brandon was asking whether you prefer northern or southern. But for me, it just all breaks down to localities no matter what. I like blue. Yeah. <laughs> I just And want... bright lime green. <laughs> That's what the fuck I like. North, south, east, west, northwest, north, south. I don't care. North, south. That's not even a... <laughs> <laughs> the, the old north, south. The old north, south. But I, I just, you know, as far as, like, whether it's Azuris or... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, Veritas, I don't. Yeah, Veritas. Veritas. I don't. I don't. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I mean, I've me seen just... it, but I don't. I. I mean, I'm not even trying to lie about. It. Like, I don't. To me, it doesn't. I just like what I like, and I want to do localities. At some point, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, these are this and that. When I decide to worry about that, right now, I'm just trying to get my shit old enough to do something with, and I'm, you know, yeah, make sure yeah. they're healthy there on their way there. At a certain point, you're just like, let's raise them up, let's keep them alive, and then <laughs> then I'll worry about who's from the north and who's from the south. You know, shit. But yeah, for me, it would just be I'm still learning. Kofi <laughs> or nothing. If I had to get another green tree. Or I would just get a fucking Man, emerald just... a base if I can get base and okay I don't like boas I, or I, it's not that I don't like boas I'm I'm a python guy and it's funny because a lot of keepers that keep snakes is always kind of you can kind of tell it kind of seems like there's this python side and then the boa side there's a few keepers that like both but generally it seems like either you like pythons or you like boas. And I fall on that python yeah, side. Camp but, other. man, like I've always said, I'd never have an emerald. Look at those fucking teeth. And I'm starting to see these emeralds getting posted by fucking Ian. 
and forest. And he's and going deep I mean, on I'm Corrales. Looking, Ian's dude, got all the annulets. And I'm looking, yeah. and I'm like, those are kind of badass. And I would pretty much keep them the same way I keep green trees. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, I don't like boas, but that's a bad looking motherfucker. It's like, yeah. And then I, I, you be scanning through Instagram, and you see some guy holding it all crazy, and you see those fucking teeth, mm-hmm. and you're like. Ah, I think I'll just stick to my green trees <laughs> like those teeth man they're, they're, that's some intimidating shit and if you have not seen the mouth of an adult emerald tree bow with his mouth open that's that's yeah. they're not even teeth they're, they literally they literally have fangs top <laughs> and bottom just no venom glands mm-hmm. it's fucking nuts and it's like I just hell no even an accident man I saw somebody get bit by an emerald and that thing was three feet long and you wouldn't think it would do the damage it did. That dude bled like a stuck fucking pig. I'm good. Like, but if it was a basin, those things are chill, and there's nothing to worry about from what people say. Yeah, <laughs> from hearsay. I've had chill snakes that are chill, and then all of a sudden one day they just have a bad. But day. dude, a basin with a thick white stripe down it, and to me that's a. I'm just trying. I'm I'm, I'm purposely trying to not like them, so I won't get one. As well. Yeah, yeah. You can keep on trying because to convince I, I, yourself. I, oh, fuck them teeth. No, I don't like boas. And then you're going to come over one day and be like, this motherfucker got an emerald in here. But, you know, like the Amazons, they don't do nothing for me. I, I People overlook Amazons. They're pretty. They're, they're pretty. I kind of forget that, I have one sometimes. That long, <laughs> that long slender body. That, I'm not. I don't. They're too easy to keep, though. They're so cool. And it's just, uh, they're kind of mindless. They're No one cares about them. So just bring a level of respect to their ridiculousness and i mean there's just fun to keep man so what is brandon asking about the differences oh yeah they're talking about and... they're talking about scrubs oh uh, okay ah, that's where you lost me i don't know shit about yeah scrubs. yeah no, i know i know i know i know they're pretty and i know they bite hard too <laughs> that's what i know that's my if i could i usually just like a plain old bar neck with some good pattern down it but since i talked to scott and the malukans see i've never a good yellow what is that uh, if y'all know Matt Wells, he's he's got some, and he he's actually got he's got a couple that he got, and one of them I think he got from Dave. Yeah, and uh, that's the only time I've ever really checked them out. You know, like up close and personal, checked them out, and they're they're cool looking, but you could tell there's something going on behind those fucking eyes. Like it, it's kind of like with retics, uh, king cobras, scrubs. There's there's certain snakes that when you look at them. You, you see the fucking wheels turning like you you see that snake thinking and figuring shit out and i'm like i don't like that you know like i don't if he has one bad thought like, like you're you're thinking you're kind of crazy too. right now it's like <laughs> go ahead and open the top of this cage and watch this shit like you can just see those wheels turning in his head and it's they're learning and they're watching and they're being patient <laughs> you know they're they're it's 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 cool i think it's very badass that they're smarter than we give them credit for but there's something about looking at a snake and knowing that snake is is thinking and shit. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it's yeah, like Brandon said, they seem to have a good vision to them, and they do kind of lock on the things visually and will yeah. fuck with you. Very. And move and Dan said, "Aunt Teresa wills will jack you." Look, I, I had this little finger biter actually uh, on the podcast that Dave did. He was talking about the one that kept eating his fingers. He got that from me. And this is my first feed response bite of any snake I've ever had was this little fucking uh, anteresia I had. And I picked it up. Is it children's or spotted? I I think it's a spotted. 
I don't even remember. <laughs> I have to ask Dave. Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, I picked it up and I'm holding it and it turned around and it just grabs my pinky and I'm like, okay. And I was just thinking it's just going to let go. And this motherfucker started to swallow my pinky, like literally started working my finger down. And I'm like, oh shit, he's, he's eating me. Like what the fuck snake? Hold on. So I had to like literally kind of pry his mouth open, pull my finger out. And he was trying to swallow my fucking pinky. And I'm just like, that's crazy. The man Teresa or something else, man. They're just like, <laughs> they are some finger grabbers. They want to eat your fingers for real, but they're cool little snakes. They're it's just like the cow king of the Australian world. Dude, no shit. And I mean, those would be just the most perfect pet you could ever ask for. Isn't it? I don't know why bit. I don't have them. I don't know. I saw, what was that? Uh, Pinnell had some children's, a different, like, granite children's or something. It had to be it a children's because really... it was an impen line. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, this animal has crazy pattern. If this was any other species, people would be jumping all over it. But. No one seemed to give a shit, but I was like, I love this little thing. I guess that goes for corn snakes. No one there, really gives a shit either, but it, you know what? Now I'm saying, look, you got me talking about fucking boas too, and I'm sitting here. I don't like boas, and the only other boa, badass little boas, they're little fucking sand boas. Sand boas are the <laughs> coolest shit ever. And if you've kept them, you know, I had them in sand, and everyone's like, you should keep snakes sand. in sand, dude. It's a fucking sand boa. They live in the shit in the wild, <laughs> so I put it in fucking sand, okay, and. <laughs> It do its little thing, you know, and little these motherfucking tremors, dude, you put a little, <laughs> I, I fed them live. I drop a little hopper in there. Mouse is just running around on the sand doing his thing. And all of a sudden you see that sand just move a little bit and you never see the snake and the little mouse would run by it. All of a sudden it's like fucking tremors. It would just shoot up out the sand, grab this thing and then just back down it goes i was like oh wait until you go to pick up a piece of shit and then it comes up and fucking attaches, <laughs> attaches your on fucking your finger like, <laughs> yeah i had that happen that's just funny though and but i, yeah, I love rosy boas too those are like the the colubrid of the boa world as far as i've just, seen them i've never really i've heard their buddy too <laughs> i don't i wouldn't know no i wouldn't know either but i mean they come in some cool colors and some cool fucking pattern variations and localities and shit <laughs> It's half full. Someone's that fucking... leader's going two hours strong. That's true. You drank a, a tremendous amount of Dr. Pepper to not put a dent really in that leader. Well, I had Dr. Pepper on the way over here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kind of slow myself down because I've been drinking a lot of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> slow yourself down on that Dr. Pepper, man. And see what happened is I wasn't even drinking that much Dr. Pepper. I've always been like a Pepsi Mountain Dew person, and I started fucking with Ryan. And I was over there, Ryan Sullivan, Hybrid Connection. Fucking Ryan. No, not fucking. Oh, Ryan. fucking oh, with fucking, Ryan. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I was over there with him, and that motherfucker put away some Dr. Pepper, and so that's what was there. And I started drinking Man, Dr. Bio Pepper. Said you're gonna piss stone. Yeah, dude. You, I gotta. I gotta. But see, I've heard that. But I've drank. I've drank Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, my entire fucking life. It's not. It's, it's not good not. at all. It's probably why I always feel like shit. The like fact I'm that you're on. not like 500 pounds is excellent, though. Good for you. I, I you have a hell of a metabolism in order I to get all that shit down. I'm, I'm kind of. <laughs> that's just good eating, man. Wife can cook. But uh, yeah, I, I I I need to drink a lot more water. I really do. And then I'm like, I don't really like water, so I'm like, I'll just drink Gatorade. And it's, no, I need to drink water. I just need to shut the fuck up and drink water. But that's man, right. Dr. Pepper's good. It's like. 23 flavors or some bullshit. There's 23. What does that even mean? 
fuck if I know. Can we break that down? Well, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit that's not good for you, but it tastes great. <laughs> so I drink this shit, you know, but yeah, I need to get off of it. It's all right, man. We've all got our things. Like, I even have a shirt that says, I drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Coke is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Some shit you can take and pour it on your battery in your car, and it just eats all the fucking erosion up. And it's like, yeah, you see it, that dude. Is like, it's like, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to drink this while I'm at it. <laughs> like, dude, it's fucking melting the shit off your battery, and then you just drink it. Like, fucking shit's crazy. It's fucking podcast. See what I'm talking about? This shit is great. Now we're uh, yeah, about yeah. We get, when you get off on fucking Dr. Pepper, that's where it all goes. What are your plans for, um, you going to any shows or anything this coming? Or does Ryan have any shows you can take on? I, I don't know. He I, I haven't talked to him lately. Oh, I take that back. I talked to him yesterday. But uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to him lately. I just be so because well, I'm I, Instagram takes. I'm always on Instagram. Then I've been fucking around with the little music thing, making the music. Uh, no, nah, I don't really plan on any shows. Uh, probably NARBC is going. Every now and then I'll go hit up a Lone Star when he's venting just to hang out with him and Andy and a couple other people I know. Maybe meet up, but you know. I don't. I don't really have any plans to do any shows. You know, I'm just yeah. waiting on uh, next Friday. Is it or no? This Friday. What's next Friday? This, this Friday. Friday. Yes, date night with the wife. You're gonna go out to dinner. We're gonna oh, go I see Dress World. Cool. That, that is cool. We're gonna go see fucking Dress World. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get amped up about Dress Park. It's like my favorite shit ever. And now we're gonna go see Dress World. Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Brought to you in part by Sony Theater. No. Huh? I'm about to. Get- Go to Alamo, get some unlimited popcorn and wings, and watch Alamo. it. Alamo Draft House. You don't. There's one. There's one right here in Lakewood. It's literally. It's like a restaurant. Oh, they're gonna have it. It's like a restaurant where you can get drinks. You can and get eat, food. It, yeah. You can get whatever. Well, see, they we're going to. Uh, we're gonna go to AMC Thirty, but she got it. It's got the. Uh, the uh, the sound. It's the the Dolby. Okay, let me explain this. This is how we found out. We went and saw on our anniversary, which is 420. We went and saw uh, Super Troopers 2. Okay, that fucking movie was trash. It sucked. It just lived off the, the first one. So while we're in the movie, she's looking at me. You could just see it on my face. I was not liking that stupid ass movie. And it, it was so, it was lame. The first one was hilarious. The second one was lame as fuck. So don't waste your money. Uh, we're sitting there and she's, she's on her phone. She's like, baby, I know you want to go see a quiet place. It's playing after this movie, but it's at the Dolby place, at the Dolby Sound or whatever. I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck the difference is. Yo, there's a huge difference because it's all about the sound, and so it, everything's loud. It vibrates. The seats are just oh, So it was awesome seeing that movie. And then they showed a trailer for Dress World. I was like, I want to see Dress World in the Dolby Theater. And she made it happen, so we're going to be there Friday watching Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom in that <laughs> Dolby shit. I'm excited. We're gonna, I am, man. We're, we're going to go out to eat. Got a babysitter. Dude, that's like... No, I'm just kidding. She might be watching. I, guess I better only, stop. I better quit. She's going to kick my ass. Yeah, you're going to rain the theater like a savage? No, not How that. There the you, theater. sir. God. Oh, when we go home. 
I mean, the fact that you need to plan this far ahead for one movie is—it's not quite a movie. Calling. It's a date night. Have some kids. You'll fucking understand. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hey, if saying. you got kids, tell this motherfucker <laughs> you're gonna plan far ahead because you gotta find babysitters because you're gonna be gone this many hours. You gotta know exactly what time you're going to eat and when that's gonna be done so we can go see the movie. What time we're gonna be home to pick up the ba- shit? You're like, I swear to God, hey. in two weeks I'm gonna have two hours of a movie I'm gonna tell watch, then go right. We home. planned this shit last month. Okay. <laughs> We had this shit planned last month and we talked about it and she was like okay made it happen i was like fuck yeah and so because i know super we had even two came out oh, like three trash. months ago dude. it came out on 420 it was trash oh there you go because that's my anniversary oh is it yep what does it have to say we got married on 420 it's also hitler's birthday you fucked you up fucked about hitler jesus christ fuck hitler crazy statements said here but yeah, I just. Fucking Jurassic World, man. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't even seen the fucking trailer for it. So, is it Jurassic Park, even though there was already Jurassic World, so now they're going back to Park? No, it's it's Jurassic World. Okay. It's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Is it like Chris Pratt and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Dallas Bryce Howard. Don't know. Hot little redhead. Is. It's actually Ron Howard's daughter. Oh, is that a female? Mm-hmm. Dallas is a female? You didn't see Jurassic World? I did, but I didn't. She was the the main chick. She was the redhead. Lead? I don't remember, Dan. Oh. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, I didn't know that, but it is. Holy fuck! Yeah, sound does change everything. I I get fucking, I get super panicked I, when it's like super loud, man. Really? It like hurts my ears. You don't know, like that shit. Like it's a weird thing. Gunshots and shit. I don't like. I don't like being in loud noises and shit. My ears are sensitive, you know? They're big. They pick up a lot of shit. I don't know. That's just me, man. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, 4th of July, I'm going to be huddled in understand. a corner. Stop the fireworks. <laughs> you ever see, like, those shared pictures where it's like, don't just light off fireworks whenever. There's people out there with PTSD who wouldn't understand or who are afraid. Well... Uh. Fourth of July and fireworks has existed you for should a really be, long time. You should time. be pretty certain that there's that there's fireworks coming. Yeah, you should already know. I mean, it's not like anybody's new to this when it's July fourth, like, oh shit, fireworks. But I don't but I don't need PTSD to oh, realize shit. that they that they look at that. Me up. Look at that. Oh. Look at that. Who's Hey, shout out to NPR, man. <laughs> I just happened to turn and see the calendar on my wall. You know, that that pretty chondro for the month of June. It is. That's Negan. I don't know if it would show it. You no. probably have to take it off. Of yeah, way to go. Just grab the fucking calendar. <laughs> hey man, if it's that important to you. Hey, I was, I was, I was proud, man, because I've been trying to get in that calendar for the longest time. People it. don't know. I was so like, if you heard that episode, Evan's picture of his green tree python. That's Negan. It is. Which is actually a, it's a biok, but that's the one I think is a female. Oh, it's supposed to be a male, but I think is it's female. Has it changed all the way yet? Uh, it's pretty green, pretty much still an asshole. <laughs> that's why his name is, its name is Negan. Negan? And that's a, what does that even mean? Uh, you, you apparently aren't a fan of The Walking Dead. Uh, I'm sure there's some, it, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some Walking Dead fans in here who know exactly who Negan is and why I named that snake Negan. Is Negan a bitch? Negan is fucking is nuts. Is female or male? Yeah, if, hey, if it turns out to be a female, I will change the name to Lucille. Definitely. See? We got some Walking Dead fans in here. 
Oh, guy on the left. What's your YouTube? You're funny AF. Guy on the left. You're I'm on guessing. The left. No, that's a mirror. It's a mirror. He's seeing you on the left. I'm oh, assuming. Okay. I don't fucking know how this comes across. I actually do. I, I've got a YouTube, but I don't. I don't have any. Check him out on enough. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Carp- at Carpet Cartel. And He'll actually, go I, I've ass. got some old videos up on YouTube that are like just my collection and bullshitting that I used to have. And, and I guess the difference in there. If no vipers, one knows like who we are, like Evan just lives like five minutes down the road from me. And Evan basically comes in every single time something goes wrong with the show. Someone doesn't Not show every up. time. There's a couple or times we, it was we like, had hey, some premeditated you on. Evans also. And then it's like, oh, somebody backed out. I'm on my way. But it's like someone's like, oh, who is this guy? It's like, Let's keep it he's, he's been here. There's There was a time where Evan was like every other episode because we saw his fucking show. I'm an elaborate smuggler of fine oriental carpets. <laughs> the carpet cartel. <laughs> that shit's funny. Which right is there. also, by the way, we share in common the fact that we have a name that makes no sense with what we work with. Hold on. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> you said call him the B team. <laughs> motherfucking A team, sir. <laughs> Damn. That but, shit's funny. Why don't you have Dan on? But you should you should be I honestly I see Dan all the time, but I'm not hundred percent who Dan is. I don't know if I have his Instagram or anything like that. I don't know either. It's but weird, every time I see Mario, he makes these funny as shit. We have like these just personalities in the chat who I now know Brandon and I know obviously Gustavo because they've been around forever. But Dan pops in. I don't really, I don't really know who he is as a person. Makes some awesome ass comments though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, you find me on Instagram at Carpet Cartel. Fucking, I'm so proud of that. You don't even know, Eric and Owen, dude. I'm so proud of that. Shit, <laughs> like I, if you listen to that episode of NPR when they announced the calendar winners, and I called in, dude, I was losing my shit. I was like. I literally was like on the verge of crying. Like I was so fucking happy. I was just like, I've been trying to get in and I'm in. I was so excited. This shit was funny as shit. I've been entering too. I wasn't as lucky. Man, I've been crying. <laughs> I was just like, what is in? I mean, when you, especially Condros, dude, when you see these pictures that are going up, like oh, yeah. Mosaic is in there and Honey and all the jackpot, Sickness, all these badass fucking Condros are going up. And I've got a picture of this fucking Biok import named Negan. You know what I mean? And it's just, but I, I, I take pride in my pictures. I don't like to do those basic kind of tub shots or it's sitting on PVC. I've got those kind of Motherfucker, you don't take but, tub shots because oh, I, you I, have chondros. They're the easiest motherfuckers to take pictures of Hold of all on, time. hold on, because the tub shot, they still sit on PVC and I don't even like that look. I take them out and put them on. I made a light box. It's all black and I had like a real branch in there and I put them on that shit and then I'm in there with the lights fucking with the lights. Dude, like on, if you look at my Instagram and look at especially those pictures that are oh, I'm very, that shit's, I'm entering that shit. That picture I'm so proud of that picture. That's my favorite picture I've ever taken. And I worked hard for those pictures and it, it's just, it's hard, man. But even, even like people take pictures of ball pythons, any snake, it's not as easy, even though they just sit there and they ball up trying wow. to get that great shot is not easy. We're going to have you take pictures of the corn snakes. You pick one of those fucking those things up. Those motherfuckers. They're fucking gone. You I found what you got to do is you got to set them in the light box and get you a little bowl. A little bowl. And- <laughs> 
put him in that boat and then leave him alone for like 10 minutes. It needs to be like back, a subtle thing. You got to have your camera shit ready. And as soon as that boat, I suggest doing this in a two person team. <laughs> have the camera ready and be like, all right, baby, grab the bowl. <laughs> when she grabs it, click, 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 click. And then you get a bunch of shots to try to get in there because then all of a sudden it's going to start. And then he's lost in the gone. room somewhere and you know, right, you'll yeah, find him in a month. It's, it's hard to get pictures of certain snakes, man, but you know. It's even, fun. Even shit. carpets can be hard. Carpets, retics, all that shit. I mean, <laughs> anything but ball I, pythons. I, I think ball chondros. pythons and chondros. They're just going to like. Chondros, actually, I've had some trouble. I've got a couple of them that they just. They wouldn't sit still. Yeah. They would. They're on or the bridge. Once you zoom, touch zoom, them, zoom, they like, start fuck. moving around like. And it just. They wouldn't sit still. And I was getting so frustrated. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> sit still so I can take this picture. And I promise you'll go back. And, you know, I then I'm up here. I'm. I'm moving lights around, trying to get this. So I got I got the light in one hand, I got the camera in the other, and I'm doing all this moving around. And I'm trying to get this shot, and I'm, I probably take on each snake. I'll probably take easily a hundred pictures before I find two pictures that I like, and it's just part of it. But I love taking pictures, man, and working on my camera shit, and fucking that shit was just that was the greatest thing ever, man. Like I said, shout out to NPR because that that that. <laughs> I just fucking love it. I was in the calendar. I mean, the, the sickness was the year before, so. Yeah. I can't that's compete That's a pretty that high shit. bar. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a if anyone doesn't know who the sickness is, I guess do it. I'm not even going to tell you. You don't know who about. sickness is. <laughs> Figure it out. But, but I mean, just getting fucking. I, that, I guess, goes to say that chondros, you need to have a higher quality and ball pythons also you better have good pictures or else people will know that you have shit pictures it's easy for me to stand out with corn snake pictures because there's not many great pictures and it's also it's also good to have like your your picture quality matters like even if you just want to just taking pictures if you're trying to sell a a, a snake picture quality matters to have yeah. a good fucking picture that really represents that animal it is is you know Invaluable. it's a great thing to have yeah, and that is a nice jungle. Yep. But so, Brandon I mean, sent us a picture of his jungle. But it's so important when selling an animal. You see too many people with, there's just an air of unprofessional. Oh, open the tub, like, take a shot. It's half-ass blurry. Yeah. There's a bunch of random weird shit in there with the snake. You know, it's like, dude, just really take a badass shot. Take time. Take that. Even if it's with cell phones. Hey, I've got pictures posted that you would have never known. You All thought my I took pictures that shit are with it. cell phones. It's badass pictures. You know, you just take the time to get a good shot. But most of my real good pictures are all on my camera. Yeah. Yeah, and I like to have one of those, like, down at face level shots where you can actually see the snake and then above also, which is going to show all the pattern and everything. Because the the person ability is in the face shot and like the actual snake itself. And then the actual what people like us care about to see in snakes is in that overhead shot with all the colors and everything. So I just like to take two. Yeah. But. Like I said, I mean, check them out. Like I've got all, I've got a ton of pictures on Instagram. I, I post, I usually post, you know, snake pictures and pictures of my kids and Every now and then, some funny ass meme. You really just post random shit. Not too random. I have, a, I kind of have a where I stay. Like, 
hood clips. <laughs> hood clips is the Sorry funniest shit ever. World man. Star and Reptile. No, it's 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 right under World Star because World Star has some funny stuff, but Hood Clips is it's hood. Hood clips. So it's hilarious. Level. But I like the thing I, I shared earlier. If you go look at it, you'll see it where it's the little baby. And he's kind of sitting there, and he's got this little stuffed animal sitting in front of him. He's like, eh. And then the thing goes, eh, and copies him. And the baby just, like, starts crying. It was, like, freaking out. And he I just starts start crying. crying. And then all of a sudden, the baby stops crying. And the little thing just starts hollering. The baby, like, really freaks out. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the shit I find funny, I don't know. Hood clips. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know about the hood clips. But, yeah, man. Uh, hood clips. <laughs> follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Look, go find it on Instagram, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hood Clips is hilarious. I mean, some of the, the just the, the comedy shit they post on there, the, the crazy made-up videos and the real-life drama crazy videos, that should be hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, hell yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to talk and do fucking this at the same time. And I got to pee, too, so I'm trying to. <laughs> this dude's pissed more times on this episode than any episode ever. Uh, I've been there. I've I peed. watch him. I ain't seen you piss that much. Oh, you well, you just today. can't notice. I'm usually sly with it, but it's hard. Usually, I guess if it's just you and Melissa, you might have a bottle down here. You're just talking. Yeah. Just being, it looks like you're just having a conversation, yeah. being in a bottle. <laughs> hey, man, that's a consideration. That's something. Dude, girls, girls are... I don't know, because me and my wife talked. This, this just went way off. And left <laughs> oh, we, no. we, were, we were talking one time, and we were talking about playing, you know, video games and shit. And sometimes, I'm, you know, you're playing a game. You guys know how it is. And it's like, fuck, I, I can't get up and go to the bathroom. I'm going to get killed. And I just Gatorade bottle it up. You know, I got a Gatorade bottle, and I'm playing a game, peeing in a Gatorade bottle. My wife was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's the benefits of being a guy. Girls, y'all can't do that shit. I mean, if you can, I don't know. But. I just do what I got to do. I don't feel like stopping to go to the restroom. I'm going to just Dude, fill up this Gatorade bottle. Yeah. And wrote, look, someone just said road trips too. Yeah. Dan said he tried to put a urinal in his basement. Dude, I, I'm surprised more guys don't have urinals in there as an option in their house. Oh, like, oh, my God, to walk in there and not have to hear, you need to lift the toilet seat. Why do we always have to lift the toilet seat? Why don't you put... It's the same amount of movement to lift or, up I'm, to put I'm sorry, down, why don't, you, why don't you put it down? Why do we always have to put... I just got it all asked. Why don't you put it up? <laughs> Why don't you put it up instead of us always having to put it down? Yeah. Like, shit, then there won't be piss all over the fucking toilet seat. Like, sometimes in the middle of the night, I got to go. I'm not really worried about where I'm pissing. I mean, I'm not pissing on the floor. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe the garbage. But, you know, it's shit. Shit happens. And, I mean, I'll leave it up. Why don't you put it down? I'm like, how many times have you lifted it up for me? Why is it our <laughs> responsibility to exert the extra effort to put it up when they could exert the same amount of effort to put, to it, put down. it down. Even less, because, you know, you just let it drop. Just exactly. exactly. Just tip it with your finger, it's going to fall. <laughs> We've officially gone off the deep end. Is there anything else you wanted to hit on? Uh, Besides the bathroom <laughs> debacle, of course. Shit, huh? This has been a good podcast. Shit's all over the place. Yeah, we've, we've gone we've gotten two hours 16, so. They said take the olive python out. I mean, if you really he's want to. He's been drinking. He's going to get bit, and I'm going to die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, the Alpha Python's good. I Where's mean, it at? It's right on there in the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah. What's up, Dixie? You don't want to go to Philadelphia. I can do the, uh, I can cut Pennsylvania the fucking the fuck? audio off and 
Well, let's let's end the podcast and let's I'll bring some shit out. So how does that work? If you're going to end the podcast, they're not going to see it. No, I'm going to keep that up. I'm just going to take the recording down. Oh, so okay, so they won't see. They they won't hear us, but they'll see us. No, no, they'll they'll hear us and see us. It's just that it won't be on the downloaded version that oh, goes out. Oh, gotcha, tomorrow. gotcha. You know gotcha. what I mean? So people randomly everywhere won't listen to us Go. fucking around with tubs. Okay, I gotcha. And fucking around with Dixie, which you're doing. I'm fixing a fuck Dixie. Um, everyone. I had that much here. beer. Everyone heard it here. Too much Mountain Dew. What's up? My buddy. All right, so thank you, you guys you so much here. for listening. For those that are on download, and uh, give another, us a another, another crazy episode. Uh, check me out, Carpet Cartel Hood uh, Clips. <laughs> Hood Clips <laughs> at Carpet Cartel on Instagram, Carpet Cartel on Facebook. Uh, that's all you really need. World Star. Nah, no. I'm Port City Python. <laughs> Port- Port City Pythons, portcitypythons.com, Port City Pythons on Instagram, Port City Pythons on Facebook, everywhere Port City Pythons. This is Dixie signing off. <laughs> I wonder if you could hear a sniff. <laughs> We're fucked up. Uh, that's it. Right? Did I miss anything? Uh, brought to you in part by Dr. Pepper. There you go. <laughs> Bring it out to the doctor. Later. Download I love you, people. Brian. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.